What's up, everybody? This is Podcast Game Overs, episode 095 for Saturday, February 19. I am Wasabi Ice Cream, joined as always by my dude, Rick. What's up? Yo, what's up, everybody? We had to skip last week, but we're here this week. Um, I'm excited, man. A bunch of stuff has happened in the last couple of weeks. I can't wait to go over it. But first, man, let's start where we always start. Tell the people what you've been playing. I played Lost Ark. Yes, me too. I played for like an hour. What'd you think? Oh, I played for like an hour, and then I uninstalled it. <laughs> yeah. That's um, uh, about where I'm at, minus the uninstall. <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, I don't. I don't like it. Not I that like I the don't. most stuff in it, yeah. it gets in the way. Like it's 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 the new it's the new hotness right now. It's the new like Diablo style MMO. And the Diablo style I like. The Diablo stuff I like. Um it has partial controller support, which means that you probably don't want to play it with a controller, but you can if you want to. I I want to and it's not a great experience but at least you can you know that's more than you can do with like path of exile but path of exile is just like a straight up diablo with like multiplayer elements to it whereas this the lost ark is like a straight up mmo with what Diablo elements to it. Yep. Perhaps we could travel and together. MMO shit is just not, is not, is not what I want. Yeah, same. I was, uh, the MMO shit was getting in the way, like, bad for me. And it sucks because, like, the gameplay is, like, pretty solid. Like, yeah. I was playing as the, uh, the monk, which I didn't know. I knew, like, some of the classes were, um, gender locked, but I didn't know. The subclasses were gender locked too, so I thought I looked at the uh, monk, male, monk, female side by side. I saw that the stats are the same, so I was like, okay, cool, it's just the same, so it doesn't matter which one I pick. But I guess the subclass yeah. of monk is different for each one. But whatever. Um, I oh, that I didn't monk. realize. Yeah, I ended up playing as a male monk, and it's still fun. Like it's really cool. Um. Each ability works differently. There's some that you charge to attack. There's some that do a combo if you time the uh, the attack, the uh, input correctly. Um, it's really fun. Like the combat's really good. Shit dies very good. Um, it feels good to play, but the MMO shit just it fucking bogs it down so hard, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's, oh. it's the freedom oh shit that gets in the way, honestly. Um, well, I didn't really take... en encounter the, the free to play shit. Like, I don't, I don't know when. Uh, like, what's the what's the free to play bullshit that's in it? By free to play bullshit, I mean like all the different currencies. I already know it's gonna be a problem. There's like oh. six different currencies the game has, um, and it has like daily login bonuses for each currency. It's really annoying. <laughs> I saw it immediately, and I was immediately like, oh, I'm not going to like this. This is yeah. going to be a really fucking annoying later. Um, yeah, that was my beef with it. I might try it again later. I only played it for like an hour. And honestly, most of it was just like, here's how the MMO shit works in this game. Here's yeah. where y'all 
it, it takes so long to fucking yeah it's like here's you your the... here's your mount go talk to this guy and get your mount yeah. and then uh go to this and learn how to cook uh food or some shit like yeah, that yeah and it's like, like it's that all... for like 30 minutes it's like yeah, dude yeah. what the fuck like and the opening is um there's like an opening like prologue I don't know if it was... What, what class did you pick? I don't know if it was the same. I picked the Magician. The Magician? And, um... I don't know how it started out for you, but... For me, it gave me a little rundown on my character. He told me their backstory. And then I'm on a boat. We're landing on an island. And I'm helping this expedition. I don't know if that's how it started for you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. So that part, like, takes a minute, too. Like... I think they do let you skip know, it. It's... Yeah, it lets you skip it, but then you don't learn how to play the game, so... Yeah. <laughs> um, and graphically speaking, like, the character models look kind of gross. Like, it's just me and <laughs> the character models, like, not look that good. I thought it looked alright for... The environment looks good, but once you zoom into the characters, it's like, oh. <laughs> I don't know, it would just be, but when I would zoom into the characters, they, like, they'd look really bad. Um, and the cutscenes, the character models don't look good in the cutscenes either, which I do appreciate yeah. it doing like actual like in-engine cutscenes with proper like camera angles. It's not doing yeah. the Diablo thing with like RPG text boxes or well, actually every ARPG does the text box thing. I don't think I can't think of any other ARPG that has like proper in-game cutscenes with like different camera angles and stuff. Um but no, there's a lot to like about it, but there's a lot to like dislike about it too. Like the MMO stuff is really annoying. And if you if you don't want like an MMO style ARPG, then you might not like this. Yeah. I was uh I was looking up this is gonna sound funny, but I was looking up some reviews for some other ARPGs. I was looking like for something to scratch that itch, you know? And um uh this guy was talking about What's really funny, he said, uh, so he was talking about this game and he was like, so there's a story here. So you either want to, you either care about the story or you're an ARPG fan. <laughs> exactly. And I thought that was really funny because, yeah, when I play RPGs, it's not for the story. It's to fuck shit up, get bigger numbers, <laughs> you know, find loot. So I actually did play another. So after I was unfulfilled by Lost Ark. I yeah. went and played a lesser known ARPG that I really yeah. enjoy that no one ever fucking talks about, which is yeah. Warhammer Chaos Bane. I heard about that. I heard it's um, actually pretty solid. It rips off Diablo hard, but I heard it it's does. really solid. It does. But if you're gonna if you're gonna make one of these at this point, I think it's beneficial to rip off Diablo hard. And this game is the only other fucking one that I found that takes the controller shit straight from fucking Diablo 3 and does yeah. it on PC. So you have a dedicated controller UI. If you use a controller, a dedicated UI just for a controller on PC. That's good. Okay. So, so how is the game though? <laughs> like, is it a solid it's like, ARPG? It starts off slow. But it has a lot of fucking options. Like it's it's surprisingly yeah. deep. Um, like there's like several different um, active uh, skills that you can switch between at any time and just put it on anything. And as you level up, 
you unlock more and you can mix and match them and 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 upgrade them and 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 kind of customize them to your liking um combine them however you want and then there's like a whole separate skill tree that expands even further so you can like uh add skills to the tree and uh, develop your character in different ways and it gives you four different uh skill trees that, or they're, they're the same ones but you can switch between them so like you can have different builds and you can swap between them whenever you want okay that's really cool i like that yeah a lot. yeah it's um it like it take it took me when i first played this fucking game when it first came out i played it the day it came out and i was like this is just bland and boring which it kind of like starts off a little bland but uh the deeper you get into it it's just it it like i don't know like it really scratches that itch for me it's super I everyone tells me I, I, all the reviews i've heard are like the first like chunk of the game is very generic and almost not worth playing but then once you like dig under that surface a little bit it can get really really good yeah i might so. check it out then because i've been looking to scratch that itch i'm playing grim dawn a lot and that that definitely helps but grim dawn is very narrative heavy and exploring exploration heavy yeah it's not like it's not like diablo where it's like go 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 kill shit kill shit kill shit yeah it's a lot of it's like narrative choice making um exploring the environment which is cool but you know, if I want, I want to run. I want something that'll, that'll give me that same like high running riffs in Diablo three. And so far, nothing's done that yet. <laughs> yeah, this is this is straight up, straight up fucking Diablo. I think the audio okay. might be fucked up on this, but <laughs> it's, I think it's, it's it's a uh, straight up straight up Diablo. Yeah, but I think when I, when I play the video like this, if you don't know, there's like a video component to this uh, podcast. I think when I play the video for this, it like, oh yeah, there it is, there it is, we got it, I got it. Cool. Um, yeah, it looks good though, like it looks, okay, good, it looks, it looks like Diablo, but that's not, that's not, I don't mean that in a bad way, <laughs> like. It looks like Diablo, it plays like, like Diablo, it plays like Diablo. Okay, and, so I, I might go check it out then. Yeah, Just especially. Just scratch that edge, because I refuse to play the, uh, Activision, I, I refuse to play, uh. Anything yeah. Blizzard. <laughs> yeah. But like especially if you want if you want something with controller support, like this is this is that game. There ain't nothing else that's doing it like this. So or well, except Diablo. But you have to play you have to play it on console, that's the thing. Only the console version of Diablo has that controller shit. But this gives you yeah, both. The console version of Diablo is a different beast from the PC version. It's like yeah. really weird. So yeah, I don't know. I like it. Hamtaro's in the chat, what's up? Yo, what up, Tora? B Masters in the chat. What's up? Oh, B's in the chat. What's up, B? Oh, this looks good. Have you tried uh this is our little mini RPG tangent? We played uh Wolfson or Wolken yet? Lords of the Lords of Mayhem? Uh I don't think so. So it was a uh ARPG that got crowdfunded like years ago. I remember reading about this in like 2013, 2014. And it was marketed as like um an arpg with a free-flowing skill tree so you don't pick a class in the beginning you have a skill tree that you spec points into that's completely free-flowing so you're not restricted mm. where you want to go with the skill tree and it looks really good i played a little bit of it when it was like a super early beta and i was like okay i don't like this so i returned it <laughs> um 
this was like years ago and it was in very 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 early beta and it's got its full release and i've heard it's really good um we should check that out i think but it's still like 40 dollars. i don't know if i want to invest 40 bucks into it yet that's something we should definitely check out and give a try was that when did that come out did that come out like fairly recently um i think it's been on the steam it's been on steam forever but I think okay. it actually like properly released like last year. Okay, because I do remember talks of another one that did come out that was more like a like a Path of Exile competitor. Yeah, it uh, came out February of 2020, so okay. like almost exactly a year ago, February 13th. So like a year and like a week. Maybe it was that one. Um, it used to be called. I think it used to be called Umbra. Or something like that until they change the name. But it looked really good. Like graphically, it looks really nice. Um, the gameplay looks really fun. I heard the pets are like really broken. That's something that they need to work that they need to work on. Uh-huh. Every review I've mentioned is like, I'll go pet build, because that's like the most broken build right now. But it looks like fun. And it's something like if you buy it, I'll buy it. <laughs> so then we can play. Okay. Um well, just get Warhammer and we'll play that. <laughs> I can do that. It's probably cheaper than Vulcan. Well, it was on sale. It was like the game and all the DLC was on sale. That's why I went back into it because I got all the DLC. What's the Chaos Bane, right? Is the subtitle for it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know it's a lot of Warhammer shit. Yeah, I can't just type in Warhammer and find it. I gotta, like, (laughs) know what the subtitle is. Chaos Bane? Okay, so it's like 30 bucks still. Uh We might go check it out. Oh, all the oh, there's different DLC characters that are like diff- that are okay. There's only like two, I, I think. Yeah, that might be worth looking into. I'm gonna add it to my wish list. I'm gonna see if I can find it on God or something or Green Man Gaming. Yeah, but no, yeah, I, I'm looking for something to like scratch that itch. And Lost Ark didn't do it, so it did not. I give Warhammer a shot. No, it did not. It sucks. It's, it's a solid game. It's just the MMO stuff I don't like. Yeah. I'm not an MMO guy, so whatever. Um, anything else you've been playing you want to tell the people about? The only other thing I played just a little bit as a tiny bit of was Infernax. I played a little bit of that too. What'd you think? Okay. Uh, it's dope. It's fucking yeah. dope. It's like it's Simon's it's... Quest mixed with Zelda 2 like, mixed with yes. some Metroid. Yes, it's good. It's really good. Um, yeah. I played for about an hour hour and a half um how far in did you get with that was about as far as i got i got to like the town and then like i killed the monster and then i was like okay I'm, this is a good stopping point back to the first town okay i got a little bit yeah. past that so i can kind of go into a little bit more detail um there there's quite a bit after it so like if you go through the town you can talk to people and people just give you quests oh. and it's not like and they're pretty engaging like one was uh Oh, go to this like graveyard. There's a skeleton over there that's desecrating my husband's grave. Go to the graveyard and fucking teach it a lesson. And you show up and it's like a whole ass boss fight. Like the skeleton shows up and has its own intro. It's like this big skeleton knight. And you fight it and it gives you like a ton of XP for killing it. And there's this other quest from this guy. And this is backtracking, by the way. So once you go to the town, you have to go back to this like graveyard that you already passed. To fight it and it's really cool and the layout of the enemies are different on the way back than when you first went through to get to the town so it's oh. there's a lot there to like keep it interesting 
there's this other mission this dude gave me. It was like, oh, go kill, uh... I've been away from my farm for so long. I've been serving in the military. I've been serving the guard here, protecting the town. Can you take these keys to my farm and just go check it out? Make sure there's nothing in there, like, fucking up with my stuff. And uh, you show up, and there's, like, a necromancer zombie. And there's a whole-ass boss fight with this thing where he teleports around the farm, the, the, the barn, and he's summoning zombies to get between you and him, so you gotta kill the zombies to get to him. Like, it's, it's really cool. Like, I was surprised, like, how engaging this combat was and how engaging the boss fights were. Um, the game's hard as fuck in the beginning, by the way. I don't know, like, what difficulty you were playing on, but I was playing on, um, on Classic. Normal, yeah. And it was fucking hard as shit, dude. Like, there's this, uh, these little imp things that jump around. They do, like, two damage to you, and your health is... You only have four, bo like, bars of health, so easily you can get killed. You gotta start all the way back from your last checkpoint. Um, but once I got past, I got to the town, I was actually able to upgrade my armor, upgrade my health, and even get extra lives, and it's been easy since then. Like, it's been manageable since then. So if, if you're playing it, anyone listening, if you're playing it, you're struggling for that first little bit. Once you get to that first town, you can start buying upgrades, the game gets so much easier. Um, but no, it's a lot of fun. It's made by uh, Berserker Studios. They were, this is their first, like, I think their first proper release on Steam, but they've made a bunch of Flash games back in the day. Um, Home Run and Berserk Land is one of their popular force, one of my favorites. And this game is just so good. Like, if you like Castlevania, if you like that old-school Castlevania mixed with, I think, one of the most underrated Zelda games, Zelda 2, this is a really nice treat. And I think uh, everyone should check it out. It's on Game Pass, so <laughs> go look into it. Do you think um, of uh, getting back into it, or are you just done with that after that first, like, hour? Oh, no, I'm, I'm getting back into it. I just didn't have, have time to really dive in deeper. Dude. Um, I was looking up some shit on this game, and there's a code you can put in. You can put in the Konami code in the beginning, and it turns the game into like a Contra. <laughs> what? Like with yeah, dude, with a gun and a somersault and everything. Like look at oh up. my, you know, oh go on YouTube God. right now. Go on YouTube right now. Infernax like Contra code. Like IGN put up a video of it. The game even tells you like, hey, this is like for fun. If you haven't beaten the game yet, like go beat the game before you do this. It's gonna fuck the game up for you. But let's see. Yeah, look it up. Oh, wait, <laughs> it's it's crazy. I think it's the same dude. I saw that. <laughs> I got the uh, code from. Yeah, this game just, it, it looks super fun. That's why I wanted to, like, it's on Game Pass. So I was like, oh, yeah, let's jump in there and just and just try it out. Um, and there's the warning. We should just finish the game first. But you do you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, dude, it straight up turns into, like, a Contra. It's crazy. <laughs> That's insane. Right? Like, they didn't have to do that. <laughs> but the fact that they did is insane. I love this game so much already. Just from the first like little bit I was playing and hearing about this code, I was like, okay, this is going to be like my new platformer obsession. Like, right up there with Shovel Knight. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Like, even this first cutscene, like, it changes the character model in that first cutscene, too. Like, it's... It's insane how much work they put into that. 
awesome. Yeah, dude. Like this game is dope. And uh, like 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 Wasabi was saying, and if I'm listening, like it's on Game Pass, so go check it out. And even if you don't have Game Pass, like it's twenty dollars everywhere else, and it's definitely from what I played so far, it's worth the twenty dollars. Do these um? It's sometimes it gives you like little branching dialogue options. Do those do do those ever pay off? Do you know or? I'm glad you asked. So the the only one that's come up for me is that first one. Yeah. And. It does pay off in the sense that if you choose to kill him before, unless, uh, and not let him live, he doesn't transform into that monster. So you don't get that boss fight. So you don't get that XP from that boss fight. Yeah. <laughs> because that boss fight gives you like just enough XP to level up like one of your stats right there in the beginning. And honestly, you fucking need it. Because like that next stretch until you get to that first town is fucking hard. Um, yeah. At least I think it's hard. So you need that. I would recommend um, for that first part, definitely fight that boss. The boss isn't that hard, which is crazy because uh, it looks fucking threatening as shit, but the boss isn't that hard. Um, and once you kill him, upgrade. I recommend upgrading your power because then you can kill almost everything in like one to two shots because there are these zombies that if you don't upgrade that power, they take like four shots to take down. It's fucking ridiculous. Sure. Um, yeah, the first chunk of that game is like, artificially difficult because you don't have any upgrades so it takes forever to kill anything stuff does so much damage to you you only have like four hp there's this like i said there's this monster there that's like this imp that's like the flea man from castlevania jumps around it's got a really like annoying pattern and it knocks off like two health and you only have four hp so two hits from this fucking thing and it just kills you and it takes like two hits to kill it so it's really easy to just get fucking wiped out by that thing if you're not being careful yeah um that that would like kill me every time i played through it and that was the thing that was fucking with me during that first chunk of the game um fortunately there's a route you can do to get past it so you don't have to fight if you don't want to but it's really annoying in the beginning once you get to that first town it's smooth sailing once you get those upgrades okay that's uh infernax that is on game pass right now which you should have so Yeah, Fernax is good. I recommend everybody check it out. Um, anything else you've been playing you want to talk to the people about? That's mostly it. I, I went back to um, Fantasy Star Online 2 a little bit. Yeah. Um, that new update still uh, not good? <laughs> well, I haven't even gotten that shit because I was caught in like a, like a wall that I just could not pass with the story because it forces you to do the story. It forces you to level up. To like get your battle points to a certain point before you can do anything else. And I was Jesus. just stuck in the story. I was stuck in the story. I have like the max level gear. I have max level. I have the best weapon that I can equip right now. Fully maxed the fuck out. And still, I just cannot. I could not get through this, this fucking boss fight in the story. And the problem is, when you die in that boss, you have to do the entire fucking mission over again, which is like 30 minutes. And I was Jesus. like, I'm, yeah, just fuck not, that. I'm just not. Um, but I finally got through it, so, uh, I just, like, buckled the fuck down and just, like, just mash a dodge button, <laughs> dodging like a <laughs> lunatic and just fucking, yeah, got through it, but, um. I still yeah. need to, like, play Fantasy Star, like, you keep talking it up, and I It's good, it's an MMO, that. but the MMO shit does not get in the way. And that, that's something that I, I can appreciate, because I don't like MMOs, man, I've tried, I don't know what it is, my brain's just not wired to like MMOs. Yeah. It's, um, it's it's built for like solo 
play. Multiple MMOs, and I, I can't get into them. Yeah. It's it's like That's a good. it's like a Monster Hunter, but it's this one's actually more open. the The older ones used to be more Monster Hunter ish, where you like select a mission and then get your party together. This one's just open. You just run out and just start killing shit. So, okay with that. Yeah. Check it out. Um, I've been playing a lot of different games actually, and I have a lot to talk about. Um, I bought Game Builder Garage on Switch. Okay. And it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, the the tools that it has you use aren't as complex as I thought they were going to be or as open as I thought they were going to be. Um, so I'm a little disappointed with that. But I mean, I can't really complain the game's like 30 bucks, so it's not going to compete with like Dreams on PlayStation 4, you know, that has this like insane game building system. Yeah. But it's pretty fun for what's there. It's really simple for what's there. The, uh, the game has you go through like a tutorial before it lets you do anything else to like learn like how to make games. And it's long. It's a long like thing. Once you get past the first part, it'll let you like download other games and play them. But it takes forever to get through that first little chunk, a chunk of it. Uh, once you get through that first chunk and build this like super simple like tag game, you can start downloading other people's games and try them out. But it takes forever. It, it took me like an hour and a half to like get through it. And the game talks to you like you're an idiot. So it repeats. <laughs> so that, that that's really frustrating. I get the game was meant for children. And it definitely talks to you like you're a kid. But it's not bad. Like it's there's there's some there's some fun there. I picked it up because it was on a. It was on pseudo sale. You can say the game was full price, but Nintendo was offering like double um gold point or gold coins if you bought it so i was able to get like what is it like six dollars back for buying the game so okay it wasn't bad uh but it's really simple like, if you want this like super in-depth like game maker game it's not gonna do that honestly like you should probably spend your money on dreams on playstation 4 that's like 40 dollars like 10 dollars more but it's a much deeper experience I'm going to be honest, I bought this, you're going to laugh, I bought this for a really specific reason. Um, I'm, uh, as you guys know, I've talked about, I play D&D, and I DM a campaign, and I bought this specifically so I can make puzzles for my campaign, uh. but I don't think it's going to work <laughs> for the puzzles I want to make. Um, I'm going to give it another shot, um, I haven't gotten too deep into it, I just got past that first little tutorial to make that first game. And there's a Game Builder Garage subreddit. And people have been able to make some pretty cool shit with it. So I don't think it'd be impossible for me to, to make the puzzles I want to yeah, make. I, like looking at the the, uh, the the their trailer here and just knowing how things went with, I mean, Little Big Planet had really good tools, but I, people didn't figure out really how to use those tools until like late in that game's life. Yeah. So I'm just I'm wondering if like you could do that kind of stuff here. You just really got you have to get creative with the tools almost. Maybe maybe I'm just not that creative with it, but I've been able to see some pretty cool shit. Um, like I said, there's a whole game builder garage subreddit of people like posts putting up shit that they've built, and it's it's pretty cool. There's some cool stuff in there. Um, downloading is a super huge pain in the ass. 
because I can't just like browse stuff. I need to like type in a code to like download something. Oh, yeah. I don't know if it's like if it's like because I'm still pretty early on and I got to like play through more of the campaign, quote unquote, to like unlock more stuff. But I would. I was a little just... disappointed that it's not. It's, yeah, it's not like Little Big Planet where I can just like browse like a, no, a, a Mario page. Maker was the same way. Yeah. Yeah. That's fucking obnoxious. It's dude. just Nintendo. <laughs> it's Nintendo shit. So that's fucking obnoxious, man. Um, I don't know. Like, I'll probably give it some more time. I haven't put as much time into it as I wanted to, but I've been able to. I've seen some people make some cool shit with it, so I might give it another try. Um, I've also been playing. <laughs> uh, you're gonna laugh. I because Cyberpunk just got that update. Pantsu, you can browse levels in Mario Maker. You can now. I mean, they learned from that with Mario Maker 2, I think. I think you could in the first one, too. But it was still, like, discovering, like, specific levels. Like, you can browse levels, but I forget yeah, how they, like, like, like little, that shit little, out. little Big Planet's probably like, the best example. Like, you can, like, there's, like, a whole page. It's like, oh, here's what's popular this week. Here's what's pop- most popular of all time. Like, yeah. But then, like, you can Little Big Planet. Yeah, you can search. You can't search in Mario Maker you can't yeah, search you, from yeah. what i've seen you can't search in game builder garage either yeah which is like annoying as fuck but whatever um but i've been playing uh quite a few other games too i played a uh, cyberpunk i finally bought cyberpunk oh with this newest yeah. update that came out yeah with this newest update that came out so the game was 30 dollars. i think it might still be 30 dollars until the first of march um and i had about 10 dollars in uh my steam wallet so I was like, okay, so I put 20 bucks down right now and I can play it. And I have a bit to say about this game. Actually. Okay, here we go. Um, so I love the world building. Like the world is really cool. The game puts a lot of effort into like making Night City a believable place right down to like the lingo people speak. Um, who's fucking who, who likes who. Uh, what factions are cool with each other. Like, it, it puts a lot of work into, like, building this, like, ecosystem into building this world here for Cyberpunk and Night City. And I really like it. The character designs are good. The game designs are really, really fucking cool. Um, I liked the uh, the the beginning. I started off the Street Kid um, uh, life path. So I liked I started off in this, like, really dingy bar. Uh, the, the guy that owns the bar is like having a problem with some loan sharks. So I have to go bail him out. And the way like my character talks, you can tell like, oh, he's been here forever. So he knows everybody. Everybody knows him. Like there, there's a lot of stuff there to like build it. And then when you meet Jackie, like Jackie's super cool. Um, I like the way he talks. Um, even the game itself is so authentic because everyone has an accent. Like that's something I, re- I really appreciate. Like Jackie has like, uh, Hispanic accent. He speaks Spanish sometimes in the middle of his sentences. Like, that's really cool, really authentic, to me at least. Um, but, <laughs> huge but, a lot of the glitches and issues of performance are still there. And it fucking rips me out of the experience so goddamn hard, dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> I can be just into this game. I'm talking to this lady. Who, who runs this, like, gang over in Japantown. And she's fucking interesting as fuck. She's talking to me about how, like, 
She hates this Arasaka corporation that killed her grandkid. And she's like fucking like 100 years old. She's had like three husbands. They've all died in the streets. It's so cool, like talking to her and be like, oh, this old lady is like a badass. She runs this like gang. And the game glitches out. Her hair's like fucking up or like her phone is like 10 feet in the air, but it's still tracking like it's in her hands. Sometimes she moves her float, her phone's going around her fucking yeah. head. Like, it's so annoying, dude. That <laughs> like, like that, that's one of the original fucking bugs. They haven't fixed that yet? It happened once, and it hasn't happened again, but it pulled okay. me right the fuck out when it happened, dude. And there's another glitch I got into. I didn't even know it was a glitch until, like, I resaw that cutscene um, after the very first part of the game when, uh, I, don't, I, get, I don't know if it's a spoiler at this point, but when Johnny's actually talking to you, you know, and they, they drop you off at your apartment, and Johnny's telling you to, like, kill yourself. <laughs> There's a part where, like, he's talking and you're talking and he kind of has control over you and you're both like, what the fuck is going on? And he goes back to rip out the chip in your head. When that scene happened, all the spoken dialogue, like, wasn't coming through. Like, it got really quiet. Like, no, like, the, the, the subtitles would come up. The music was still there. The sound effects are still there. But the, I guess the, the audio for the voice dialogue wasn't going through. So I didn't hear anything. I thought it was a stylistic choice. <laughs> that it was like in, in your head or something. And that because like you were losing a distinction between who you are and who Johnny is, that the game just it stopped all voice audio to like emphasize that. And I was like, oh, it's a cool like artistic way of representing that. No, I watched the gameplay on YouTube. It just didn't load the audio for me for some fucking reason. Um, <laughs> like, the dialogue was all there up until that scene when you're, like, about to kill yourself, and then it just stopped. So I thought, okay, it must have been intentional. No, it just fucking glitched out on me. Yeah. Um, the driving feels like shit. Like, I don't know what... Is, I don't know if it's just me, but driving feels, like, really clunky and heavy. It doesn't matter what I'm driving. I'm driving, a motor, I'm driving uh, Jackie's motorcycle... And it still feels like really tanky and heavy to drive that motorcycle around. Um, but God, dude, the stuff that works works so fucking well. The game, the gunplay, I think feels really good. Yeah. Um, the skill trees, the stuff you can unlock, are really neat. Um, the skill trees have so much in-depth shit that work with each other. I have a lot of points in cool and dexterity, so I'm focusing mainly on handguns and bladed weapons. But the cool skill tree has a, another skill tree called Cold-Blooded that unlocks, like, a stacking modifier. If you kill someone, you get uh, Cold-Blooded for, like, seven seconds, and it stacks up to three times every time you kill somebody. And you can invest points in that tree, so every stack you have, you can, like, increase your defense, increase your critical hit chance, increase your damage with handguns, damage with swords. Um, it's really cool, like, how much there is in there. And don't get me started on the cyber mods. Like, there's a mod I'm trying to get right now. I don't have enough uh, enough money for it to unlock essentially a bullet time so I can slow down time and shit while I'm playing. I'm waiting to unlock that. And I've been watching gameplay of it. It looks really cool. And to do that, I need to get rid of my, uh, my operating system that lets me, like, quick hack stuff. So I won't have hacking while I do that. But I don't care because I have fucking bullet time. I'm going to make Cyberpunk Max Payne over here up in this motherfucker. <laughs> Um, so like the stuff that works, works really well. 
um the dialogue is acted very well like i sometimes forget i'm playing a game with how like well voice acted this is like the characters all feel so authentic they have their own like goals ambitions their own who they trust who they don't trust and why i really really like the world here even the 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 lingo like I, I laughed the first time someone called money eddies but after a while i started to get used to it and now it's just part of the game like, i feel like i'm getting indoctrinated into the world of cyberpunk like understanding the lingo and the inside jokes the characters have for the the world they live in it's really really cool like there's a lot here lore wise that i really like and story wise that i really like it's just there's still a lot of really annoying performance issues, dude, that are still there. And it's fucking annoying because it drop it pulls me right out of time. Something fucking weird happens. Yeah, it's it's a bummer. It's a bummer. Now I played this. Yeah, this like, game around. Yeah, you played this on launch. Yeah. So I don't like remember I don't even remember the issues I had with it. But I did have some like game breaking issues where it was like, hey, this mission I can't complete this mission because they won't let me walk through this fucking door. So I have to like stop and reload. And oh, my last save was like an hour ago. And I'm not, I don't want to redo it now. So I'm just stop playing. Like, it I haven't was had that kind any of issues like that yet. So that's good. Um, okay. I looked up some gameplay videos from like day one and I'm like surprised. Like, it's still pretty glitchy it's still glitchier than like i'd like it to be but it's nowhere near from what i was seeing when it was released day one um now it's the minor annoyance than like a fucking constant problem but still like it, it really does like mar the game so much to have like this like living breathing world with so many different factions and subcultures in it like there's some cool shit here dude that i really really like but every time like this really annoying glitch happens, I'm like, fuck, dude, this is this sucks. <laughs> um, it's yeah. pulling me out of the experience. And I, I've done some time in this. I got like 20 hours in this game, dude. Like <laughs> I put some time into this game. And it surprises me like how annoying some of these glitches can still be. Um, they've they've patched it quite a bit. They just released this huge patch. That added new, um, not romance options, but added more. I guess the romance was a little undercooked when the game first came out. So they added some more to it. So now there's more options to talk with these uh, characters you romance. Um, one of the characters actually sends you nudes throughout your romance route. So that's cool. Um, like little things like that to like make it more fleshed out. Yeah. But I'm surprised like that shit wasn't in the base game. Um, even some stuff that like I didn't know about, like apparently the game has an option now to like reject a phone call. If someone's calling you, you can choose to like ignore it yeah, that and call them back annoying. later. Yeah, I guess that wasn't a thing in the first, in the original release. It just someone called you, you answered it. <laughs> but it doesn't it, matter hey, when it's happening. It would give you the option. It would give you the option to not answer it, but it would answer it anyway really oh my god yeah. that's annoying as fuck or like the you know the button oh. would prop up pop up that say answer call but even if you didn't hit the button it would still answer the call oh my dog she was like coughing. um yeah it's super weird like 
um the game i guess when the game released you only had one apartment you couldn't get other apartments and i guess in this update they uh, they have more apartments you can buy yeah. um i didn't know that like so much stuff is in this game that surprises me wasn't in there day one like a year how long has this game been out like a year two years no fuck two years already it came out really? last yeah no it came out last november oh my god it's oh, like it's whoa. crazy to me like how much stuff is like in this game now that seems like obvious but it's not like it wasn't there in the beginning um i'm playing through i'm getting a good chunk into the game i like how the story missions kind of let you take them on how you want like it's like oh here's like three options you can do go through you could like try to talk to that girl that gave you the job in the first place to see what she knows um you can talk to this yarasaka guy who works for the company that made that chip that's fucking with you and see if he can like get his old contacts to help you out um there, there, there's different story missions that i take on you can like kind of take them on however you want and they each have a different route to like get to the end that i really like so far i don't know how deep it goes how much of a difference it actually makes but i'm liking it so far um I really like what I'm playing. Like, obviously, I do. I played for like 20 hours, and even now, I want to go back into it and play it some more. Yeah. But keep be warned: the game's still like not perfect. There's still a lot of like little glitches here that will pull you out of the experience. Nothing game breaking has happened to me yet. Nothing has happened that made me go have to reset. Actually, no, there was one that was fucking annoying. I remember it now. <laughs> it was like really early in the game. Um, so you have this uh this mission to uh to take on uh what are called cyber psychos they're people who have uh completely succumbed to like psychosis from having all these augmentations implanted into them and the mission is like there's like 17 you can find in them in the in the map and the mission is to like go in take them out non non-lethally so that this lady can come in scoop them up and see what's causing it so that she could treat more people before they have to be put down and there's this one that was really cool. It was a really cool mission where you walk in, there's like a cult doing some like ritual <laughs> and the chick in the middle of it, like killed all of them. And now she's trying to kill you. And it's fucking creepy. Cause she's got this like really creepy, like snarling, like breathing that the whole time you're like fighting her and she uses mantis blades and she's like teleporting around the area. It's really, it's a really unsettling and creepy fight, especially with all the cult shit, like hanging out everywhere. But after I killed her, not killed her, after I put her down, called up my contact, let her, let her, let her know, like, hey, this is what caused her freak out. I took care of it. Come by, pick her up. The breathing was still there in the background. <laughs> and I thought, okay, maybe it's just coming from her character model. I'll leave the area. So I fast travel to a shop to sell some of the shit I, I uh, looted, and the breathing's still there. <laughs> That, I had okay. to like reset. I had to like save the game and reload it to get rid of it. <laughs> and the they they did a little live stream to like show off some of the new features that they've added. And one of them is that the 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 cars re react to your like uh, your violence now, or at least a little bit. So they're showing off like them them shooting at or around near cars 
and then showing them driving off, which they never used to do. They would just get out the car and then like cower in fear. They would never like try to drive away. But they're showing this and only like one guy, <laughs> like there's a whole bunch of cars out here and then they shoot at, at like around some and only one guy peels out. He crashes into another car and then the, the car he crashes into doesn't even move. <laughs> she like just stands there and then like all the other cars yeah, are like, standing well, around. I'm like, yeah, little like, things like that are still there. Like the, no, but this is they, they added this. They yeah. specifically added like this feature in this update, and it's still yeah, like and it's still not working right. Yeah, like, it's one, funny because like in the patch notes too, like one of the things that they announced is like oh like um, AI like AI crowds react more realistically now to yeah what you're doing, and like no, it's still not the case. Like, like if, if someone people shoots... run away when you pull out a gun or when you shoot, but they run in like the most awkward ways. They'll run into each other, or they'll run towards you, which is yeah. weird. <laughs> yeah. Like, no one reacts, like, realistically. Like, everyone reacts realistically when you're just walking around. People are doing their own thing. They're talking to each other. They're shopping. But I'm the like second, like, you do anything to, like, interrupt that routine, if they fucking get really dumb. <laughs> it's really funny. If, if someone shoots, like, with this many cars around, all of these cars should be peeling out, not just the one closest to you. It's, it's like, th this is, like... I don't know. That's weird to to. It's even weirder. It's just one peeling out and not like, and he's hitting motherfuckers and shit, knocking shit over, and no one else is reacting. Every, yeah, <laughs> dude, it's so. It's funny because like it, 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 the whole game like does is still is like that. Like yeah. nobody reacts quite the way you expect them to, and it, that's what I mean. Like little things like that will like pull you out. Like it feels like a living, breathing world until shit like that happens, and it's like it's only, okay. It's I, only I'm so funded. jarring to me. It's only so jarring because GTA exists, and not yeah. that it exists, but it, it's existed for like years and years now, and it's already done this stuff to such a high level of of of, of quality that you see them doing it here, and it's like no, you're not like you're not even meeting what we did ten years ago. Uh, it's like. I just don't, I don't get it. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. I don't know why it's such a weird thing to, like, fix, because, like, a lot of the game feels really good. Like, there's a lot of polish there in the places that you notice that feel good, and then there's other places where you, uh, there are, uh, it's, in it's not obvious that there was any work done to it. Yeah. And it's crazy, because, like, I'm into the game, like, there are some legitimately like really good like story missions that made me like question if I did the right thing. Um, there's this really good one I just did right now. I don't know how much you remember about the game, but there's uh these things there's these things in the game called uh, brain dances. Yeah. Where it's like a movie, but the gimmick is that you're in it. Like you're you're living the person records their experience and you live it through them. So you feel everything they felt. You uh feel everything they felt emotionally, physically, like it's all there, you feel it. And in the beginning, like when they introduce it to you, most people are just using it for like porn and stuff. But you get this mission later that starts off like, you just, it starts off super easy. Like you get a phone call from your fixer, uh, someone who fixes missions for you, they get you work. And she is like, hey, I got a job for you. Uh, there's this inmate, he's a murderer, he killed people. He's on death row. He's getting let out soon. And you got a client who wants you to kill him. <laughs> and it's like, okay, let's go do it. 
and you talk to the client he's like yeah this dude fucking he killed my wife and thanks to some like bullshit some corporal protection he's getting out i want to fuck this dude up like he's like i want to see the fucking light leave this dude's eyes i want to take him out all you gotta do is uh get me to him and i'll, I'll kill him for you and you'll get your money and i was like okay cool man and you, you can talk to him you can tell him like dude this plan's a shit plan like you want to do this in broad daylight in front of a crowd of people this is a shit plan like there's a lot of work into like the dialogue like talking to this guy and getting his motive and when you finally get to kill this dude he's got a fucking cop protecting him and the cop kills the guy who hired you and then out of the car steps out this inmate you're trying to kill and like some producer and they're telling you like hey back off we'll pay you your client's dead we'll pay you just let us do this thing first and he he doesn't want to tell you what he's doing he's like just come with me it'll help a lot like just come with me we'll pay you and at that point i'm like all right whatever i'll go with you and you talk with them you found out this dude found god he actually regrets what he did like he legitimately regrets what he did and because of this this corp from this uh, brain dance production company wants to still execute him but they want to crucify him <laughs> and record it and release it as a brain dance film <laughs> and it's crazy because the dude legitimately like regrets what he did and he really feels like if he does this it'll it'll reignite the world's faith in god he'll be able to inspire a whole new wave of people to not make the same mistakes he did because they'll be able to feel the regret he felt when he gets crucified and he actually goes to talk to like one of the one of the, the, the parents of one of the victims and tell him to fuck off because they don't believe him and in that mission you can like talk to the dude and like tell him yo i think this is bullshit or just leave or encourage him and even the corp that's like that's doing this like she pulls you aside and it's like hey like, I don't need you fucking with this guy's head. Like, he legitimately believes what he's doing is what he's doing is right. And that's why I want to do this, because he believes it. And if he believes it, it'll be there in the brain dance when people go to listen to it. So I don't need you fucking with him. I don't need you giving him any doubt. I will pay you double what he paid you to fuck off right now. <laughs> so there's a whole other option there to, like, leave. And at the end of it, you can keep, like I said, you can keep, it can end so many different ways. You can just leave early, but like, this is too weird, I'm out. You can take that corpse buyout and leave. You can encourage the guy so that he actually has a good religious experience here, and that's there on the brain dance people to experience too. Or you can fill this dude with doubt so that he either punks out or he goes through with it, but he doesn't really feel it. And people feel that when they listen to the, when they listen to the recording too. Yeah. It's crazy how many different options there are and the whole time i'm like doubting myself morally because i'm like yeah this dude killed people he's a fucking scumbag he's kind of crazy i think he's fucked up in the head but these people are already dead he legitimately whether it's crazy or not he regrets what he did and he believes it he believes this is like gonna save him what good is it just like putting this doubt in his head i don't give a fuck the corpse not gonna make any money but this dude already killed these people. What's what's the difference in just like letting them believe he's repenting? It, it's it's so crazy the the moral conundrum I was having with this fucking story, and they put so much polish into shit like that. But AI can't react when I shoot around them. Like it's <laughs> it's so fucking weird, man. 
I don't okay, understand. We, like, we have to move why. on. We yeah, cannot yeah, talk sorry, about cyberpunk. There's a lot for... of time on here. We spent a lot of time on here. <laughs> uh, my bad. I didn't want to make the cyberpunk hour, but it's it's a fucking anomaly. This game, dude. Like, everybody, go play. It's thirty dollars. I say check it out. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ, dude. I gotta, um, I gotta get back into it, because, yeah, I, I got it on GOG, and I, I uninstalled it a long time ago, and just have not played it. There's some cool shit updates. in there, dude. There's, yeah. yeah, definitely reinstall it. Like, there's some good shit in there. I liked what I'm playing. Um, I'm gonna keep playing it, for sure. Um, yeah, let's, let's move on. We spent a lot of time on that. Um, moving on, uh, Nintendo just had their Direct back on February 9th. We got a lot of stuff to cover, a lot of stuff to catch up on. Uh, we got Fire Emblem Warriors. We got a Three Hopes expansion to Fire Emblem Warriors now with a Three Hopes characters and campaign. It's supposed to be like a separate campaign. It doesn't just run through the same Fire Emblem Warriors game. It's a separate campaign now, which could be really cool. I never played Fire Emblem Warriors, so I don't know. But honestly, like Omega Force have been killing it with their like Warriors games, dude. So... Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised this was solid. Everything that's not Dynasty Warriors is better Warriors. <laughs> you're right. You're not, you're not wrong, man. Um, we also got a look at Advanced Wars 1 and 2 Reboot Camp. It's set to release April 8th. I mean, Advanced Wars is cool and all, but this game is like $60, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Hold on. Advanced Wars, Free Boot Camp. I think it's like a $60 game still, dude. But, I mean, it's they put work yeah. in. I mean, if it's, like, significant, then it could be worth That's it. That's true, I, and it is I the never... first two games, too. It's yeah. one and two. Completely remade. Yeah, I never got into it. these games, so I don't know. I played Dual Strike on the DS. That was solid. But, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not going to play this. I'm not a huge, like, um, strategy RPG fan. Uh, we got to look at No Man's Sky is coming to Switch. I don't think anyone saw that coming. <laughs> yeah, and it actually looks really good. Like, it's like hit and miss when you get a, a Switch game, whether it's going to look like complete dog shit or whether it's going to be like, oh, no, they actually put work in making it look good. This looks all right. Yeah, it looks all right. Um... I'm still not gonna buy it for Switch. I have it on <laughs> Yeah. It's on Game Pass, so Yeah. But still, like if for some reason a Nintendo Switch is your only gaming platform and you wanna play No Man's Sky, I mean this looks like a pretty decent compromise to play it. They but also honestly, said, if you have a PC or anything else, you should get it on yeah, that, but whatever. They're gonna fully support Steam Deck too at launch with like oh. touch controls and everything. Oh. Okay. That'd be cool to see then. Yeah. Um, we got Mario Strikers Battle League. This is to come out June 10th. Something about Mario Sports games, man. I never played a Mario Sports game in my life, I'm gonna be honest, but the Strikers games, the soccer games, always like are so edgy and like extreme. <laughs> like, I don't know why, but I think I'm into this. This looks cool as hell. The original Strikers was very fun. Very fun. So that everyone tells me the strikers look one how had, like crazy this is. Like they yeah, were like, armor. They had a basketball one too. That was really good. Yeah, like this looks cool as hell. Like this looks so like intense. 
I really, I, I want to play this. Like, I really, really want to play this. Yeah. I'm just worried that it's going to be like this half-baked sports game. Like, uh, like their golf game was like super underwhelming. But we'll see. Oh my God, he just kicked Luigi in the face and knocked him into like an electric <laughs> fence. Like, this is insane. <laughs> was the last Striker game like this? Like this, like violent? <laughs> uh, Not like this, but it was like, it did have like, it was more like Mario Kart on soccer, basically. Yeah. Right, this looks cool. I might, I might check this out when that drops in June. Uh, we also got to look at Splatoon 3 that is coming out uh, this summer. Which... I don't know. I can see the appeal for Splatoon. It's not my cup of tea. But this looks cool. I mean, if you're a Splatoon fan, like this looks like it's going to be more of a good thing. And it has this like this crazy looking like tower defense mode that looks really neat. This was I, in I, Splatoon 2. This was in 2? Yeah, but I I don't know what the differences are here. There's some update in 3 for this. I don't know. I don't know what the differences are, but this mode was in two. But you could only play it at certain times. It was only open at certain times, so you can't you couldn't just do it. Okay. This still looks like fun though. Like Yeah. I, I might have to get into Splatoon, but I don't I don't think this is gonna like change my mind, honestly. Like, there's there's other games I wanna play. Oh, uh, we got Front Mission First remake coming out in summer. Like, this looks really cool. I've never played any of the Front Mission games, but this looks pretty cool. It's like a, like a mech strategy RPG. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of strategy RPGs, but the mech stuff looks really neat because you can customize your mech out when you put By it out in mission. We don't, so. have to, we don't have to cover everything here. <laughs> okay, cool. I don't, I, I don't have anything to say about Front Mission. but All right, cool. I have a little bit to say about almost everything, so okay. we'll see. Um... Disney Speedstorm also got announced. It's coming out in summer. It's a Disney cart game that actually looks like a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like it's taking like inspiration from um, Sonic All-Star Racing more than Mario Kart, which is better, in my opinion. Well, I think, <laughs> I think this Sonic is All-Star made is by... Than Mario Kart does. This one's by Gameloft, who does the Asphalt games. Oh. So I think that's where the lineage is here. Okay, this looks cool. I mean, this looks like a lot of fun. Like, I might actually check this out. <laughs> uh, we also got a look at Star Wars Force Unleashed coming out April 20th. Did anyone else think this game looked kind of shitty? Like, the graphics looked really bad? <laughs> well, yeah, remember, it's a 360 game. No, so game. I found, I did some digging. This is based on the Wii port. Oh, which is apparently better than the 360 PS3 game. <laughs> okay. So here's what's interesting about that game. Some minor backstory. I know, small tangent, but hear me out. So when the game was released on PS3 and 360, it had all this like, experimental tech for uh, the environmental effects, the uh, ragdoll physics. There's a lot of experimental tech to make the game like look really good, which worked. I mean, the game looked really good when it came out. Didn't age so well now, but it looked really good when it came out. But they still had, it was in that point when the PS2 and Wii were still like popular. So they had another team make those games. So the Wii version is basically like a port of the PS2 game, but with some extra stuff added into it in a, in a multiplayer mode, a competitive multiplayer mode. 
And apparently, according to everybody, that version is more fun than the 360 version that got all the attention. Apparently, um, because of the setbacks in graphical fidelity, they had to be a little bit more creative in how they built their levels. So even though the game's story beats are the same, the games are different games. They're totally different games. And apparently the PS2 version, the Wii version, is more fun than the 360 version. Huh. I didn't know that at the time. And that's what we're getting on here. We're not getting the 360 version that came out. We're getting the Wii version. We're getting a remaster of that. The good version, then. So I... Yeah, I've never played that version. So I might pick this up just to try that out because I played the 360 version to death. I have it on PC, but I've never played the Wii version. And I, I want to try this out when that drops in April just to see like how different it really is and if it really is that much more fun. Um, so yeah, fun little little factoid there. Um, we also got Assassin's Creed, the SO collection coming out in February. What can I say? It's Assassin's Creed, man. It's the Ezio trilogy, the one everybody likes. Yeah. I've never played it, so I'm, that might be a good jumping in point, or just get it on Steam. <laughs> they're, they're probably not that expensive, honestly. Yeah. Uh, SD Gundam Battle Alliance. Don't fucking know anything about SD Gundam. I don't have anything <laughs> to say about that, so let's move on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Chrono Cross, the Radical Dreamers edition. Yes. I wasn't expecting this to happen, honestly. Like. Yeah. Now, Chrono Cross was, I think, the first RPG I'd ever played yeah. that I didn't own. Uh, it was only on PS1, and I didn't have PS1. So my friend Christian, I would go to his place and, and see PS1. And, shout out to Christian. Yeah, shout out to Christian. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so he showed me this, which was crazy, and he showed me Final Fantasy VIII. And Metal Gear Solid were like the, the three. I was like, holy fucking shit. Um, but the thing about this remaster is that it's still like four by three. Like they didn't widescreen it. And, but they did add some features. Like it just looks like an up res basically. Um, which is fine, but you can just do that in an emulator. What you can't do in an emulator is uh, they added, like, I think there's, like, a speed-up option, and there's also, like, you can turn off the, the battles, uh, I guess, if you just want, I don't know. That would put you at a disadvantage, because you wouldn't be getting XP. But if you could do it, if you if you want, just run around. Um, and it also comes with the Radical Dreamers game, which was a, a Satellaview, like, visual novel so that is, yeah that's is, uh, the, it was only released in japan so that wasn't available yeah. in the u.s well that's cool like, not only wasn't it like shit. what not only was it only in japan but it was only like the way that the television worked was like you had to, it was like they were like broadcasts so you had to like tune into it like at certain times uh oh yeah i remember worked. so yeah i remember reading about that so like if you, you weren't were there japan, during the broadcast times you couldn't play it yeah so that's interesting. I, I never knew that that, that that even existed, to be honest. But uh, yeah, so that's coming April seventh on on Switch and probably other platforms as well. But probably, but that's Nintendo Direct, so they're only going to talk about the Nintendo yeah, stuff. Yeah. This looks really cool. Um, I've been trying to beat Chrono Trigger forever. Every time I get into it, I like it. I just something gets in the way and I just never finish it. 
Um, but this looks cool. Like Chrono Cross looks like a lot of fun. Everyone tells me like it's still a pretty solid game. And how all this extra like quality of life changes. It would have been so easy just to port it. That would have made people happy. But they added all these quality of life changes, bumped up the resolution, cleaned up the character models a little bit, yeah. and added that radical dreamer stuff. Like that's cool. That, that's really cool. Good on them for doing that. That's very pro-consumer. And in this in the video that probably stole the show, you got uh Kirby and the Forgotten Land releasing yeah. March twenty-fifth. This looks incredible, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's uh This looks I don't really have much to say about this other than <laughs> fucking it looks incredible. Um Yeah, it looks incredible. Um some of the uh the new Kirby transformations, what do they call them? Full mouth mode, I think is what they called it. Kind of caught me off guard a little bit. It looks really odd <laughs> the way his body like twists around this shit that he yeah. like, sucks in his mouth. But honestly, it kind of made me uncomfortable the first time I saw it, but I've gotten used to it. And the gameplay elements that it adds are really, really neat. I really, really like this game, dude. Like this looks really cool. Every time I see something about it, it just looks more and more impressive. I'm probably gonna pick this up when it drops. If I'm being honest, and this is what I want them to do with fucking like all of their franchises is like Mario Odyssey the fuck out of everything, uh, or or like Mario Odyssey and like Breath of the Wild the fuck out of everything. Like it's the, like this is the this is the key, man. It 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 just works with everything. I mean, maybe not everything. Kirby's, you know, a, a special case, but yeah, much like the character, the Kirby yeah. brand itself kind of be molded into whatever you want it to be. <laughs> yeah. But like, it's, and it's, that's what's so cool about this. Like, this looks so good. Like, honestly, it's like Kirby was made for this game, but yeah. we know that's not the case. The game was made for Kirby, and I'm okay with it. <laughs> like, this looks awesome, dude. Like. Who who's gonna complain about this? This looks good. Yeah. This looks really good. And again, why can't Nintendo do the same thing with their other stuff? Like Pokemon, for example. Instead of doing the same fucking thing all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Even like the different forms have like subclasses. Like what the fuck? I never thought of playing a a Kirby game with subclasses, but here we go. Like you change the abilities of like your forms and it's it's so crazy like to see this evolution in Kirby. God, this looks good. I really want this game. <laughs> Don't fuck it up, Nintendo. If this game sucks, I'm gonna be pissed. I there's no way. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. I think this game's gonna be great. Um, also, MLB The Show 22 is coming out April 5th. Whatever, MLB. Um, moving on. Kingdom Hearts Integra Masterpiece for Cloud is available now. Yeah. Have so, you been uh yeah. I've I've heard that this is absolute fucking trash. Yeah, uh, same. <laughs> same. I've heard nothing good about it at uh, all. Yeah. Like imagine playing a uh, very long-winded RPG on the cloud. So if you got fucking disconnected, which happens often, uh you have to you lose your fucking progress. Yep. <laughs> yep, that's all I've been hearing about it. Like it's a meme now getting disconnected on yeah. the Kingdom Hearts on Kingdom Hearts on the Cloud. It's uh 
God, that is awful, dude. I, just, I, I, I honestly, I would have rather just them not release it on Switch. If this is the only way to get it running. I don't understand how that's the only way to get it running, considering there's way more fucking higher fidelity games. Like, I don't know why it needs to be in the cloud. I just don't understand. Maybe Kingdom Hearts 3. Maybe Kingdom Hearts 3. Or maybe they just didn't want to put the work in to actually do it properly. But... If I had to guess, I think it's just they didn't want to do the work, honestly. Yeah. Because there's no reason it couldn't run on Switch. I mean... It's it's so frustrating to, like, see, dude, that... I mean, I've already bought Kingdom Hearts so many fucking times. Like, I wouldn't have bought it even if it was running on Switch proper. But still, man, like, imagine looking at this, being like, oh, here's a great way to play, like, all the Kingdom Hearts games on the go. And then being stuck with a shitty cloud version that just drops whenever it wants to. So you got to redo all that fucking progress. Yeah. Like, my God. It's a bummer. It's a bummer. It's a huge bummer. Huge bummer. I've heard nothing good about this since it released, so. Yeah. Uh, We also got Clonoa Fantasy Reverie. Reverie? I don't know how to pronounce it. Reverie, yeah. But this is a remake of the first two Klonoa games, right? Yeah. And uh looks good. I never played Klonoa, so I don't know. I played very little, looks fun. I think. But yeah, it looks looks pretty fun. Yeah, it looks fun. It I might check this out. And it's, and it's not running on cloud, so that's a plus. <laughs> <laughs> we also got a portal companion collection. Portal's coming to Switch, y'all. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you want me to say. Portal on Switch. Cool. Portal 2 on Switch. It's a good awesome. place to have it. A good place to have it. Yeah. Very good place to have it. Um, I don't know if... Did they say if the... Uh, the, um, the user-created stuff is still going to be in there? I know you... Portal 2 had, like, a uh, level creator, right? And there's an option to like, go oh. and play other people's levels. I don't know if they've said that. It that would have, be cool, dude. It does have like the co-op shit. So. Which is cool. Portal 2 had like amazing co-op. Like that was a really cool co-op experience. Yeah. So. It would be cool to see if this got, uh, if this did get those level editors. And I can't remember what they called it, but it has a specific name. That'd be cool to see if it had that like level creator, so you could like just keep playing Portal forever, just user submitted stuff. Yeah, but you're right. Yeah, Switch is a good place to have Portal. Honestly, like it's not something I was expecting to release, but I'm happy it is. Oh god, we still got a lot to go through. <laughs> um, Live Alive coming out July 22nd, Japanese only RPG. I've never heard about this game until this Nintendo Direct, and this game yeah. looks incredible. It fucking looks awesome. <laughs> it does look awesome. This looks like Square Enix has done this like oh HD pixel thing before, but I think it's the best um, version of it so far, at yeah. least not in my opinion. Just because they have a bunch of different like eras that they're covering, like they've got like prehistoric and they have Western and they have sci-fi, so you really get to see Future a range Japan. of uh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's it really fucking cool. Range of environments. Like, it looks really cool. It looks really cool. It looks really fun. Graphically, it looks really... Pr- it's really pretty. I like this HD 2D thing that they're doing. 
Um, I'd never heard of this game. Apparently, this is a pretty big deal in like lesser known RPG circles. A lot of people have been like actually clamoring for like a, a American rem or American release of this game forever. Honestly, the internet probably would have caught on fire if they just announced like an official translation. But yeah. now that we're getting a whole remake come into the US, uh, the internet's going crazy over it. I've never heard of this game until this direct, honestly. I didn't yeah. know people were asking for this game for so long. And it looks good. Like, I'm really happy to be seeing this. I might pick this up. This looks like a lot of fun. And, you know, RPGs on Switch just work, man. Like, our, the Switch is a perfect console for RPGs, at least this type of RPG. Yeah. But, yeah, Live Alive coming out July 22nd. We also got Nintendo Switch Sports coming out April 29th. Finally. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised it took them this long to get this, honestly. Well, I wasn't sure if they were going to do this again, but... Uh... Well, apparently they are. Yeah. And people are excited for it. It looks pretty good. I'm not going to lie. Like, this has the uh, simplicity of, like, the original, like, Wii Sports with, like, kind of the longevity of... um. Nintendo Land from on the Wii U. Remember Nintendo Land? Yeah. The thing How though the games is, are, yeah. like the Wii Sports was included with the system. Yeah. And this you gotta you gotta buy it. Yeah, which is a huge bummer. But I feel like they're adding enough to it because the games look a lot deeper than they used to be. Like these yeah. look like, but that I don't was say proper games, but. That was the reason why Wii Sports took... Like, if you had to buy Wii Sports, no one would have fucking fucked with it, I think. You think um, so? Yeah. So, I don't, I don't... I'm not sure if this is gonna... I mean, this is not gonna take off in the same way. Especially since... Well, it has, it has online play, and Wii Sports did not. So, that could be, like, a selling factor... But, People have been asking for this for a while. Some sort of like Wii Sports, like not competitor, but Wii Sports like ask game for Switch yeah. for a while. So I know the internet's been going crazy for it. I know Twitter's been going crazy for it. So yeah, I don't know. It might be do it, and it I looks per, like I a proper game. Yeah, personally, I would not buy this. But yeah, me neither. Not at all. <laughs> it's not my game. Yeah. Even even though it looks more engaged than what Wii Sports was, Wii Sports was super simple. Each of yeah. all the games they had were super simple. This looks like there's a bit more to it. Yeah. But I don't think it's enough for me to like go out and buy it. Honestly, <laughs> if, if it was if it came on my Switch, I would have enjoyed it. But it's not enough for me to go out and buy it. Yeah. Um. But we'll see what happens. We also got Taiko no Tatsujin Rhythm Festival. Ah, that's a mouthful. <laughs> I, I never played any of the Taiko games, so I don't have an opinion on this. They're good. They're okay. I, you know, I prefer this something is... a little bit more complex, but uh, they're these are good. Oh, I thought you're gonna plug DJ Max Respect right now. I well, I could, but uh, I'm not gonna do that. But uh, all right, <laughs> all right. This looks really cool. Um, it's got uh, some pretty cool kick, some pretty cool uh, songs in it. Megalovania from fucking Undertale's in this, so yeah, that's cool. It's got some Nintendo specific stuff with the Legend of Zelda themes in it. Yeah, so that might be worth it. Um, I don't know if this is gonna play though, like because the Taiko games use like a drum, right? So how is this gonna work? They use a drum. You use buttons. It's only a, a two button game, so okay. You got one for your drum and one for like 
clap. Okay, so that's the case. That might be worth it. Um, yeah. Is there going to be a drum control releasing for it, or is that just not happening? I thought there was already one, but maybe I'm wrong. If there is, I never heard of it. Um, yeah. But yeah, this looks cool. What, what are we getting that Tycho RPG? Wasn't there a Tycho RPG coming out? What happened with that? I think it's out in Japan. Okay. Yeah. I'll have to look into it later then. We have more time. Um, Triangle Strategy got a new demo. I hate that fucking name. That's a dumb fucking name. <laughs> the game looks cool. <laughs> like, the game actually looks pretty neat, surprisingly. Um, yeah. It's just funny this game's been in development, like, longer than Live Alive, and Live Alive like, looks way better, but whatever. Um, like, graphically speaking, I think Live Alive looks better. But this still looks neat. Like, Triangle Strategy looks really cool. I like... I'm not a big SRPG fan, but... A lot of the stuff it's doing is doing enough that it gets gets me interested in it. So I might check this out. At yeah. least play the demo. It's playable up to chapter three, so you got a good chunk of time there to get with the game. It looks and like it has a lot of systems, game. which I yes. like. Same. I like games with a lot of systems. Um, this looks cool. I mean, I don't really have anything to say about it. The name's fucking stupid. Triangle Strategy's a dumb fucking name. Yeah. But, I mean, Bravely Default's a dumb fucking name, and I love Bravely Default, so... <laughs> We'll see with this. Uh, I'll probably just play the demo, honestly. Uh, we also got uh, Cuphead, the last course, the delicious last course, dropping June 30th. The long-awaited Cuphead DLC expansion is finally coming out, and it's coming out on Switch as well, June 30th. I still haven't, haven't played Cuphead, man. I really got to fucking butt, double down and play it. It's, it got a Netflix good. series, so... Is that should get into yet? it. That's out. Yeah, it came out yesterday. Oh, really? Oh, shit. I haven't watched it, but I've heard good things. I've seen gameplay. I've seen uh, clips out of context, and it looks like Ren and Stimpy. Honestly, as I say, Ren and Stimpy humor. So I might like it. Um, but yeah, Cuphead. I got to just fucking go out and play it. Is it on Game Pass, Cuphead? Uh, I don't think so. I'm going to check it out right now. But yeah, Cuphead, June 30th, Delicious Last Course. Uh, Metroid Dread is getting some updates in April. It's getting uh, a Dread mode and a Rookie mode, so an extra hard mode, an extra easy mode. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone who wants to play that. It's also getting a boss rush, which is cool to see. Yeah. The, the Dread think mode any is... any Metroid is... games have had a boss rush before. I don't think so, yeah. That'd be cool to see. Um, it's cool to see the game getting updates, like... Nintendo, Nintendo didn't have to do this. Honestly, they didn't have to do this at all, at all. Um, the dread mode and rookie mode are available right now. The boss rush set to come out in April. Again, did not have to do this. The game reviewed very well. People like it. People like the package they got. It's cool to see them add more shit to it. Yeah, I don't have anything else to say about it. So moving on. Yeah. <laughs> Earthbound and Earthbound Beginnings are finally are coming to Nintendo Switch Online. Cool. That's that's cool. Yeah, I'd rather it be on Virtual Console, but Virtual Console doesn't exist anymore. So trying to push this fucking subscription on everybody. <laughs> but whatever, I digest. Um, yeah. Yeah. Jokes aside, uh, Earthbound. I've tried multiple times to play Earthbound. It's just it's too old school. Yeah. 
for me. I get bored with it halfway through. Yeah. I do like what's there, though. I do like the story stuff. I do like what's there under the surface, but the game is really, really hard to play. <laughs> We've had a lot of advancements in how RPGs play in the past, like, 20, 30 years, so to go back to that's hard. And I, might even, I don't even want to touch beginnings, because that was on the NES. <laughs> that's going to be even, like, harder to go back to. But, I mean, they're there, man. They're here on... They're available now on Switch Online. And they're fine with the default subscription, so you don't have to pay, like, double for the shitty N64 ports uh, to play EarthBound. So that's really cool. Again, I'd rather just release the games on Virtual Console or just release Virtual Console again on Switch, but they're not going to do that. So fuck them. But this is this is cool. People like EarthBound. It's cool to see it. Now fucking give us Mother 3 sometime. That'd be cool. Um, I don't know how to pronounce this. I'm going to try it. Getsu Fumaden, Undying Moon. Available on Switch. This looks good. Looks incredible. It reminds me of uh, Muramasa, which I'm okay with. Uh, we also got Demon Slayer, the Hinokami Chronicles coming out June 10th. I don't know. I, I'm not excited for that. I don't care. Lego Brawls is coming out in June. I didn't fucking know this was happening. I've never heard of this game before. Yeah. <laughs> this looks cool. It's a Smash Brothers style platform fighter with Lego. Yeah, awesome. Give me that. Makes sense. Customizable characters? Give me that. Yeah. It makes sense. Uh, two Point Campus is coming out May 17th. If you're into the Two Point series of games, they're kind of like Sims. Not my cup of tea, but, you know, here you go. If you want them, they're coming out on Switch. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is getting a booster course pass. 48 remastered DLC courses are coming and by, by the end of 2023 on six different waves, $25 each. Is that right? $25 each? That is correct. Well, they've Jesus. only... We, oh, well, we don't know each, but we do know that the first one is $25. So, I can only assume that they're all going to be $25. But, if you subscribe to the expansion pass, it comes with, well, it will come with, when they're all released, all of the, all of the tracks. So, um, half of me is like, half of me is a little upset, because that's a lot of money to be asking. But at the same time, something like that could make that subscription worth it. It could, once all the tracks are out. I mean, if you're yeah. paying for that shit <laughs> and all the tracks ain't out, you're like, I'm like, you know, personally, I would wait for all the tracks to be out and then get it. Well, you only, you can pay for Switch Online like a yearly subscription. I think it's cheaper to do it that way than to do yeah, it monthly. Like but yeah, you're right. You so... have to wait for those tracks to come out. Yeah. Um, the first track set to, the first wave of tracks had to come out March 18th. Honestly, I'm a little upset. If it's $25 each, I'm going to be really upset. But you're getting like 48 courses, so... I don't know, that's a lot. Honestly, I think Nintendo should just do that from now on instead of just releasing new Mario Kart games. I don't feasibly know what they can do if they want to release a Mario Kart 9. I think it'd be better just to go with the releasing courses. Same with Smash Brothers. I think just instead of making a new Smash Brothers, just keep updating the one we already have. But 
we'll see what they do. Yeah. That's a lot of courses, man. 48 courses. How many courses does Mario Kart 8 come with? Hold on. 16. There's four. There's four uh, cups. And each cup has four tracks. So Mario Kart 8 Deluxe has 48 courses. Okay. I was wrong. 32 Just position is game, 16. Yeah. With a party of three. All right. Thanks for following just the position. Thanks for the raid. Thank you. But yeah, so the game came out like 48 courses. So then then it released like 48 more. Basically doubling, like doubling the course list. That's pretty cool. That is cool to see. Um, I don't know if it's worth like $25. Is it $25 each wave or is it $25 altogether? I don't know. Oh My bad. They are smashing that follow button. I don't know if you guys are accidentally hitting that, or, uh... <laughs> Thanks for following, guys. Um, guys, we do this live on twitch.tv slash gameoverse, so weren't up on it. Now you know. Um, yeah, I, I thought there... I, it might have launched with 48, I guess, but I thought they did add more tracks and more characters and, and shit. Like this is so not the first the base DLC. Game had like thirty six. Okay. And with the with the DLC, it was like forty eight. That came out with it. I don't okay. think Mario Kart Eight has gotten any new DLC, because Mario Kart Eight Deluxe had all the DLC from the Wii U version. So. Well, they did add more because they added. Didn't they add, Splatoon shit? I could be I could be totally wrong. It's been a while. My my. Yeah knowledge of this game is, has like dwindled in the past I don't know whenever the fuck this game came out okay so I just looked up it's $25 for the entire course pass so you get the 25 bucks you get all 8 waves all 48 courses when they release so I think that's a fair price honestly for basically doubling oh. your courses so it's 25 for the whole thing yes how much is it just for the first or they're not charging individually they're charging just 25 and then you get it I as it know. come out I don't know there hasn't I'm not seeing anything on it but the whole course pass is like $25 which okay well then that's more reasonable that's reasonable yeah, yeah I mean $25 to basically double your course list yeah I think it's I think it's reasonable um it's half the cost of the base game to basically double the tracks you can play on so that, that's how I'm justifying it in my head. Like that that's a fair price, I think. Okay. For it. Uh just a position uh jumped in here and raided us with uh some uh with some viewers here. Throw your link in the chat. Throw a link in the chat. It says they uh they got their own podcast over there. And uh, we would love to check that out. So throw a link. Throw a link right now. Yeah, just position, like, drop us a link, man. We'll go check you out. Um, I'm done talking about Mario Kart. 25, yeah, 25 so. or the whole thing is, is that's that's okay, then. Yeah, I think so, too. The messaging here is a little bad on this on this page. Yeah, it's very bad. But that's just Nintendo, <laughs> man. They don't know how to get their fucking point across. Um, Xenoblade Chronicles 3! Coming out September 2022! Yeah. I am so excited! I went back to replay Xenoblade Chronicles 2 
still fucking phenomenal game. It's seriously one of my favorite RPGs. Um, and this looks cool, dude. I don't know what's going on. I don't know where it takes place story-wise. I don't know if it's a direct sequel or if it's in the Final Fantasy thing, where it's the same name, different game. But whatever, man. This looks cool. I fucking love Xenoblade. I love seeing this. I cannot wait till this comes out. This is a day one buy for me. I am not kidding. I want this game in my life. I still need to get into, like, the only Xenoblade game I played was Xenoblade Chronicles X. And, I don't know, I put, like, 90 hours into it and fucking hated it, man. (laughs) No, I didn't hate it because I put 90 hours into it. But, like, it gets to a point where it's, like, you get to, like, chapter 10 and 11 and it really just fucking brick walls you with bullshit. And I'm like, dude. Here's my problem with Xenoblade. As someone who loves Xenoblade, the game takes a long fucking time to get to the point. It takes a long time to get to the point. Like most JRPGs, it drip feeds you content. So when you play the game at the beginning, you're like, is this all there is? But no, it drip feeds you like, oh, here's more mechanics. Here's more uh, gameplay variety. But it yeah. takes you like 30 hours to get to that shit. So it wasn't so for, in that game for me, it wasn't so much the drip feeding of content. It was the, it was the, it was the, the difficulty spikes and specific chapters. I remember chapter nine and chapter 10 and like 11, uh, were incredibly like difficult to the point where I was like, this is fucking like, am I doing something wrong? Cause yeah. It was it was bad, and then but then like once you hit like chapter ten, it goes, hey, get your relationship rank up with like these three characters who you've never used, and yep. uh, we're not gonna allow you to progress the story until you do that. And I was like, no, fuck that, that takes forever. So it's funny you bring that up because like bonus room was saying you have to have like a minimum hundred twenty hours to dedicate to it, and that's totally right. Like because the thing with Xenoblade is that you don't level up in the traditional sense you know like Xenoblade Chronicles 2 is a perfect example your character levels up you get better stats for your character but your blades you need to like fill out the skill tree by doing like random things for them so it could be like oh use this move like five times level it up but also it can be stuff like oh you want to get to the next rank in the skill tree you gotta build up their trust and do their special trust mission to level it up instead of just playing it. Like, like, there's so many little things in there. Every bar has another bar that needs to be filled up by doing something different that's not related to the actual combat. Yeah. And it could be cool. Like, don't get me wrong, it's cool. It, it, it puts more effort into, like, developing your character, and you get to develop that relationship with your character at the same time you're developing the actual stats. But it's a fucking slog, dude. It can be a grind to get to do it. And... I was surprised, like, because I'm playing the Xenoblade Chronicles 2 again on a new game plus, And I kind of had to, like, reteach myself how to play the game. But it's one of those games, like, once you, like, learn it, like, it's hard to forget it. Um, but I'm looking at the skill tree of some of my blades, and I'm like, oh, this is stuff, like, I'm never going to do. It's like, cook this meal to, like, upgrade this stat five times for this character. And I'm like, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm not going to... Because I got, I not only have to like go to a specific area to cook the meal, but I also have to like get all the ingredients for it. So they go to like different areas to buy the ingredients to to do it. And I got to do that shit five times. Fuck that. <laughs> um, I can't just like level it up traditionally. Um, but that's one thing I hated about Xenoblade. But I do love the Xenoblade games. Like I don't want to sound like I'm shit talking them. They are fun games. It's just 
They're fucking, you gotta dedicate the time to it, dude. You can't just play them passively. You gotta put a lot of time into it to see any progress. And I wanna play X too, but you telling me about the stonewalling and how it forces you to like develop these relationships to I mean, it's, story. There's probably a reason why they have not ported that to Switch yet. <laughs> like, it's probably a reason why that's the one where they're like, maybe we, maybe we just leave this alone. Uh, because it's it's like I enjoyed it while I was playing it, but there was just like little things where I was like, how why like why is this so bad? Like it would it would it would force you to like do for certain quests you would have to like do, like find certain items, and it would never tell you where the fuck to find the goddamn thing you're looking for, or like what monster you had to kill or where you could find it. It would tell you like a general region, but you know the map is so huge. You you don't know where the fuck to look, so it's shit that's like that. why I like Xenoblade too, because it, it it streamlines a lot of that stuff. So that a lot of that bullshit's not there. Yeah. Um, and I'm hoping Xenoblade Three just tightens that up even more. So we'll see when that comes out. I'm definitely gonna be picking up Xenoblade Three though. Like that's a day one buy for me. Not yeah. even no no it's, question, dude. It's September buy. this year, which is surprising. Yeah. So. Which I'm okay with, dude. Day one buy for me, no problem. I fucking yeah. played through Xenoblade Two. I played through Golden Country. Um, I bought Xenoblade Chronicles 1 Remastered. I got to go back and finish that. But yeah, I love Xenoblade. And I can't wait till 3 comes out. I'm definitely going to play that. Uh, we also got Jackpot, Jackbox Party Pack 9. Um, and some quickie news. It's releasing this fall. Cool. I like Jackbox Party. So yeah, yeah give me some more of that shit. Not a lot of info here other than they're doing it. So Yeah. Um, we also got um, some news of the online service for Dark Souls on PC will not resume until after the release of Elden Ring. Those who don't know, there's some. Uh, um, how can I word it? Some compromises in the online play for Dark Souls. A lot of people are getting their their accounts hacked playing Dark Souls on P specifically on PC uh, playing multiplayer on PC. Well, I don't, so. I don't think anyone. I don't think anything's actually happened. They just found they found a very bad exploit in the game. I'm sure but, it happened. I'm sure some people have been hit by it already. For them maybe, like going to maybe. But yeah, that's um, apparently been a problem with Dark Souls on PC. So they stopped the online service for the entire Dark Souls series on PC, and it's not going to pick up until after Elden Ring releases. Promise they have time to actually like fix it without having another game to develop. Well, it's so because we'll they think they back. think that it's also affecting Elden Ring too. That's Ooh. why they're they're focusing probably just fixing it in Elden Ring since that's the big new game, and then they'll fix it in Dark Souls. So, Ooh, okay. Well, that's a bummer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, let's see when that gets fixed. Um. We also got some new uh, trailers and videos coming out, man. Wolf Among Us 2 got a trailer reveal to the drop 2023. I'm excited. I liked Wolf Among Us a lot. I think, my opinion, that was uh, Telltale's best game. I know you have a different opinion. Because I played them all. You still have not played uh, Tales from the Borderlands. Tales from the Borderlands, that is correct. Which is, which is their best one. I, I will give it a try. You bought it for me for uh, Christmas. I will play it. I promise. I will play it. 
but the Wolf Among Us is great as well. And a- yeah. actually, we're watching this trailer. Uh, it has reinvigorated. Like, it's making me want to replay that Wolf Among Us again, just to just so, to see it again. I liked Wolf Among Us so much. I went and read the comics, fables that it's based off of. Just as good, the comics, dude. Seriously, yeah. just as good. Yeah, go read them. They're just as good. Um. And this is really cool. Like, watching this trailer is really cool. Watching him fuck off the Scarecrow and the Tin Man. Like, this looks incredible, dude. Like, Telltale's come a long way with their graphical fidelity in their games. So, like, now I don't feel like it's a compromise when I see a Telltale game look the way it does. Like, these games actually look really, really nice. Yeah. I I think for this game specifically, it works. Yeah, because it's based on a comic. So, that comic book style is a good way to go for it. Um, I like oh. it. I can't wait till this comes out. I'm definitely gonna play this. I might go back and replay Wolf Among Us. I got a remaster on Epic, right? The first one. Uh, was it a remaster? Or was it just a re-release after all the like Telltale shit went down? Oh yeah, yeah. It was a re-release because Walking Dead got the remaster. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this looks good. Um, I'm, this might make me go back and play Wolf Among Us again because I really like that game. Steve's in the chat says that. Uh, he also thinks that this is the best Telltale game. I think you're wrong. Tales in Borderlands. I don't know if you guys know, but uh, it's because that game came out when people were very tired of Telltale. Like I know they had like they were they were throwing them out in in quick succession there. So people were like, oh, another one. I don't want to get, especially with Borderlands on it. But I'm telling you, if you have not played that fucking game, it is their best one. And not I only that, played but... the first episode and I really liked it because the first episode was free when the, the whole game got released and it's really good. Yeah. Like, honestly, you could take the Borderlands stuff out of it and that story could fit in like Star Wars, Star Trek, whatever you want, but it's got that Borderlands like flair to it. And unlike actual Borderlands, the funny stuff is actually funny. So. <laughs> Uh, Steve yeah. was saying he's played. I think it's good. Wolf Among Us is better. I really liked Wolf Among Us. I haven't played the Telltale game yet in full, so I'll have to go try that. Or not Telltale, Telltale, the Borderlands game in full, so I'll have to go try that. But I have a special play in my heart for Plus in my heart for Wolf Among Us because Wolf Among Us was so much, was so good, and the story was so good. I, I guess I went and read the comics because of how much I liked the game. And the game is a prequel to the comics, so you don't have to like read them or play the game to like get the other. So, I'll probably be playing the first Wolf Among Us again in in anticipation for the sequel. And I'll probably just go back and reread the comics again too, because I really, really like the comics. So, you know, shout out if you do guys. So if you know what you hear reads comics, like Fables is real legitimately a really, really good story. So go check it out. Um. Yeah, we also got some other trailers to look at, man. No Man's Sky is getting a Sentinel update. Yeah. No Man's Sky is a game that keeps on giving, dude. Like, <laughs> And they actually like came out on Twitter and was like, we're not even done by a long shot. I was like, good. Yeah, they, yeah, they were like, we're not even halfway through the stuff we got planned. Um, I say These this every time. These are all free time. updates, right? Like, all free. Every single one, free. Just, they're just throwing them out there. 
but I, every time they throw an update, I'm like, it still doesn't, it doesn't really address the issues that I have, which is the core gameplay loop of, of it's, it's still like a survival gathering crafting game. And I just want to see more. I, I want to see them focus more on something just outside of that. Like if I just want to like focus on combat, because you can build like shotguns and lasers and shit, but they don't give you anything to shoot at. So it's like, why, why can I build all these weapons and I don't really have anything to shoot at? I hear ya. And when we played, when we played No Man's Sky, that was the first time I played it. We played it on a Game Pass. Uh, God, what was that like three months ago? Um, yeah, I like the exploration stuff. There's some crazy shit. You land on that plant that was like glitching. That was really weird. Um, there's some cool stuff there, but you were right. Like, there's really nothing to it outside of that. Don't be wrong. If you like the crafting, gathering, building, that's fine. But I, I want to feel like a space outlaw. You know, I want to get into trouble. I want to shoot shit. I want to get into yeah. dogfights. Like, I know maybe just like my 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 dumb animal gamer brain. It's like, oh, violence, but. <laughs> you know, I want to shoot stuff. You know, you give me guns, like, what's, give me stuff to shoot at. Yeah, and they will, like, every once in a while, you'll be like, oh, very valuable cargo detected. You're being intercepted by a pirate. Uh, you'll get that every once in a while, but it's like, it's never... They always come to you. You you can never just find them out there and be like, oh, I want to see what that guy has and take it. <laughs> Yeah, I would love to see some more stuff like that, especially since, like, I know I keep bringing this up, but it's, like, the only survival, like, game I actually liked was um, Obsidian's game, Grounded. Like, yeah. it's got a good mix of, like, that survival, crafting, gathering, and combat. And the combat's actually really good. So I would love to see more of that in No Man's Sky, because that, that would be a great game for me if they can do that. Uh, but we'll see. I mean, if they do it, it doesn't look like they're doing it with this update, but if they do do it, I would love to see it. Uh, we also got to look at Cyberpunk 2077, their next-gen update launch trailer. We, it's basically hitting all the stuff we talked about earlier. When I talked about it, so we could skip it. Um, again, it's 30 bucks. Go play it. Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask got a trailer for N64, uh, the Switch Online N64 um, port. I want to say port, but you know what I mean. Uh, it's curious... As to, yeah. I would love to have the 3DS version of this. Same. Just because Which. it made a lot of quality of life updates. Yep. That you get this version is kind of hard to go back to. Yeah, and I, st I have yet to play Majora's Mask, so I don't. I want to play the 3DS version, but I'm scared. Like once I do it, I'm not gonna be able to go back to the original at all. Um, yeah. Majora's Plus, Mask it is cool here. to see it happening, though, because what I've been told, Majora's Mask um, is apparently pretty hard to emulate, so a lot of emulators don't quite get it right. Um, but So it'd be cool to see a way to play that original game. But, you know, the way the Switch Online emulations have been working, I don't know how well, how well it's going to work. But just not Steve is saying Majora's Mask is God tier. That's what everyone tells me, man. Majora's Mask, I think, is like the only Zelda game I, I haven't played, so I got to People hate this it. game. People, people hate, hate this, this game. game? People hate I hear this people, 
I peep. I hear people love this game. Everyone loves this game. You were. I mean, maybe we're just not. <laughs> we're in different circles, man. But yeah, I mean, I I love this game, but there are people out there. It's like fuck. They hate the like the timer, the the three days thing. Um, like that's always the thing that people hate about it. And, uh, and it's like it's complicated. Like it's it, there's a lot of um. There's just a lot of like time-based puzzle elements where you have to like keep track of like okay this person said this and this person's gonna be here at this time on this day in this location and you really got to keep track of a lot of shit and it's it's just it can be overwhelming for people who yeah just not... and that's why the 3ds version is so good because it has like a journal like keeps track of that shit for you yeah. so there is a journal in the base game but it's just not very useful. Well, yeah. <laughs> but yeah so that's coming do they say is this out now or is this is this still I think they said uh... it was coming out february 17th so i think it's out already okay hold on i'm not gonna watch that trailer again <laughs> um <laughs> i just don't care honestly like i don't care about switch online's um expansion yeah like i it was such a bummer when it was announced, and then when it released, the emulations were suboptimal. I don't even February want to like, bother paying attention. February twenty fifth. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. So maybe they fix some of the issues of the emulation, but we'll see. See, Steve. Steve's got the right idea. He says he's not spending money on the expansion pack. We'll just get the emulator on Steam Deck when it arrives. There you yeah. go. There you go. That's the way to do it, man. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck Switch Online's expansion. Um. We got some cool trailers though. Salt of Sacrifice got a release date, May 10th. This game looks incredible, dude. Yep. Incredible. Um, those of you who don't know, I don't like Souls likes. I've never played a Souls like I liked. And I thought I just don't like the genre. And then I played Soul Salt and Sac Salt and Sanctuary. And I was like, no, I like Souls likes. I just don't like the way most Souls likes play. And so that kind of inspired me to like, go and play other Souls likes, uh, Neo, Neo 2, which I fucking love, and um, Jedi Fallen Order, which I also fucking love. So it's kind of funny. Salt and Sanctuary is a Souls like that got me into Souls likes. And Salt and Sacrifice just looks like more of that, but better. It looks like it's got improved combat, improved controls, it's got a proper PvP, proper invading. It looks cool. It looks incredible. I really, really want to play this. I is like this, Scott Studios. What was that? Is this only going to be on PS4 and PS5? Because if so, that'll be a bummer. I want this on PC. I, I, I think that's the uh, PlayStation like trailer, but I think it's coming out on PC, too. Hold Steam, on. too. Okay. Good. Yep, it's coming out on Steam and Epic. So, yeah, it's just that PlayStation trailer. So, that's all they're, they want to pretend. Yeah, me, too. I just want to pretend the PlayStation version is the only one that exists. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it looks good. It looks really good. I'm excited for it. Um, I really want to play it. I cannot wait. I will be there May 10th to pick up my copy or download my copy, I guess. Um, we also got to look at Atomic Heart. Finally, some more fucking yeah. gameplay. This game looks fucking incredible. <laughs> it does, dude. It does. And it's been... I'm worried it's going to be another cyberpunk problem, dude, because this game's been in development forever, man. Like, yeah, but they haven't made the promises that cyberpunk made. 
I mean, they haven't really said anything about this. They're just showing instead of saying. So that's true. So we'll see when it comes out. It's a smaller indie team, though. So I don't know how much polish they could really have, but yeah, I don't know, man. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna he- be hesitant. I'm gonna wait till the the, the game releases. I'm gonna wait till uh, reviews come in, and then I'll check it out. But if this game is doing half the shit that I'm seeing it do, this is gonna be incredible. I need me a new immersive sim, man. Something to scratch. Pray scratch an itch that no other game's been able to scratch since then. And I think Atomic Heart's going to do it. <laughs> yeah. God, this I just, I just like how um, over the top and crazy and like WTF it is. Yeah, dude. This game's a fucking trip. This game is like... This game is like a pretentious like art film, but violent. <laughs> and I'm okay yeah. with that. Yeah, Steve agrees with me too. He said he's uh, he used the cautious approach, but he was uh, burned by cyberpunk. That's probably like a good opinion to have there. But the problem with cyberpunk was that they talked it up. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I I feel like if you just don't like, if you just put the game out and don't like act like it's the second coming, you're you'll be fine. Oh man, we'll see. I mean, this atomic atomic heart looks good. From what I've been seeing, it looks good. So I'll wait till some of the reviews come in. I'll probably pick it up. But if the game is like half as good as it looks, I'll be yeah. picking it up. God, it looks like it looks like it looks like this could be like a, a Half Life, like three, almost. Right. But not like not really because it's not you know completely different style and universe. But just the way it like, mean. feels and looks. It's got this, like, dystopian, like, what the fuck, like... It's got that Half-Life energy, that Half-Life 2 yeah. energy. Like, I know exactly what you mean. With this really dark, mysterious stuff under the surface. I really like it. I know exactly what you mean when you talk about when you say this could be Half-Life 3. Um, and this looks incredible. It really looks incredible. And I, I just hope it's good. I just really hope it doesn't fall so short, dude. Steve says he's going to buy it regardless to hope for the best. <laughs> Good luck to you, man. If you buy it, tell us about it. I'll, I'll listen to your podcast. That I'm going to listen to your, to your, to your opinion on it when it comes out. <laughs> so I want to hear what everyone else thinks yeah. before I go and pick well, it up. Hopefully it'll be on game pass. I think they, when they first showed it, it was like on the Xbox thing. Oh no, there's a game pass logo right there. So. Oh, perfect. <laughs> I got to spend my money. Yeah. Okay, cool. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, Bonus Room says it's a mix of Death Stranding, Fallout, Cyberpunk, and Bioshock. Yes, but keep in mind, the game's been in development and was announced way before Death Stranding and Cyberpunk were, so... Hopefully, it learns from those games' mistakes, but we'll see what happens, man. I mean, I've been waiting on this game forever. I've been waiting on this game forever, so... It will be cool to see when it finally drops, like, what it's gonna, what's gonna do, what it's gonna be like. Yeah. We also got a some we like to talk about game mods and some other like creative projects from the community. And what's well, so obviously found some cool stuff. Um we got Resident Evil Gaiden remake by Project Starlight. This is a remake of Resident Evil Gaiden. Those of you who don't know, Resident Evil Gaiden was a Game Boy Color 
Resident Evil game. It's not canon, but it does have some really cool elements that people that we would see explored later. I think Resident Evil Gaiden takes place on a cruise liner. So, which is something that Resident Evil Dead Aim took advantage of. And it's got some pretty cool elements in it, but it was a Game Boy Color game, so nobody really played it. Now we're getting a remake of that game from the ground up in the Resident Evil 2 engine, which looks incredible. Like, this looks really cool. Yeah. I like this. When, 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 you, when, I, when, you put, when you sent me the notes and I saw Resident Evil Gaiden remake, I thought it was like a legit remake of Gaiden on PC. I didn't know they were going to be they were remaking from the ground up in the Resident Evil 2 engine, like, like they're showing off here. Yeah, All of, of these people... models are original. I'm not seeing anything. I play Resident Evil 2 to death. And I'm not seeing anything from Resident Evil 2, any assets from Resident Evil 2 that are in this trailer. They're saying that the 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 people who know the the original game, they're saying like, dude, this is like one to one. It's incredible how accurate this is. I'm not familiar with the Gaiden game, so me neither. I don't I've know. never played Gaiden. It's not canon, so I never played it, and I never read about it since it's not canon and. It's on Game Boy Color, so I'm not going to fucking go out and find it. <laughs> yeah. So I never played it. But for them to, like... For what I've been told, it's actually, like, a really good Resident Evil game. They had to make some concessions, obviously, on Game Boy Color, but I've heard it's actually pretty solid. And for them to remake it like this in Resident Evil 2, it's interesting. It's really cool. I like seeing that. Uh, Steve is saying this is crazy. How much time does someone spend on this? I don't think it's one person. I think it's a whole team of people doing it. Yeah. The Resident Evil community, dude, is runs fucking deep. There, there are so many fan projects out there. But it's also nice that Capcom like allows like, this happen, shit yeah. to happen. Yeah. The only time I saw Capcom issue with cease and desist on a Resident Evil fan project was that RE2 remake. But that's only because they were doing their own remake. Yeah. And after they did that, they actually invited the team to come to their studio and see the progress they were making on the remake. <laughs> and they gave them licenses for Unreal Engine to make their own game. And that same team went on to make Daymare, 1994. So. I'm not even familiar with that. You never, you, you've heard of it. You've heard of it. Type in Daymare, okay. 1994, or 1998, sorry. You you've you've seen it. You've seen the trailer. Trust me. You have seen the trailer, and um, it's got. I think they got a new game coming out. I can't remember. I'll have to look into it. But I think they got a, like an expansion to that coming out. You really I've never heard never of this game? This. <laughs> I've, I have talked about this game before, dude. I know I've talked about this game before. Maybe. I've never seen. But yeah. This. <laughs> Yeah, so the story behind this is it was supposed to be an RE2 remake. And I saw some cool shit in that remake that I really liked. And when Capcom sent them that cease and desist, it was because they were doing their own remake. They didn't want people to get confused. So rightfully, so they had a semi-good reason to do it. I don't think anyone's going to confuse a fan game with an actual release, but whatever. But to make it up to them, they actually invited the team over to come look at the game, see the progress they made in the remake, and they got them licenses for Unreal Engine so they can make their own game. So, and that's how we got Daymare. And I'm okay with that. Like, 
It's cool to see stuff like that. Capcom has made a total 180 in public opinion, dude, since like early 2010s. Remember that? All that shit they were going through? Yeah, since uh, uh, Dark Sector. Was that even them? I probably wasn't them. That was not them. Uh, I think you're thinking of Dark Void. Dark Void. Not Was that them? Honestly, dude, I think Capcom's been downhill since like Street Fighter Cross Tekken. With the on-desk DLC for Street Fighter Cross Tech, I just Street made like second, uh, Marvel vs. Yeah. Capcom three. Yeah, they just made some bone, like some fucking bonehead choices. But it's cool to see them. Like for every stupid thing that they do, like Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, we get Monster Hunter World or Monster Hunter Rise or Resident Evil Two Remake or <laughs> you know all good shit. Um, so I don't know, man. My opinion on Capcom. Capcom is like an abusive partner. <laughs> they, uh, they make these promises they don't keep. This trailer's and I keep making excuses for them. Even though I know better, I still make excuses for them because, you know, we got a history. <laughs> this, but, this, this, this video is over the top. Oh, for Daymare, yeah. yeah. It, it double. So what I like about Daymare is that it doubles down the campiness that was in Resident Evil. So that's cool. But I, I haven't played it yet. I, it's on my wish list. I got to go out and play it. But yeah, Capcom's been really cool, surprisingly. So not like Nintendo. In position Steve was saying, after Nintendo for being so hostile to fans, I agree. I get you have to protect your IP, but... There, there, there are some dumb cease and desist they've been sending, dude. I don't even want to get into. Um, next mod we got is a Smash, Smash Remix. I don't know who asked for this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the scene is for Smash 64. But this is a mod for Smash 64 that adds in Marth, Mewtwo, Young Link, Dark Samus, fucking Conker's in here. Wolf is in here. Insane to see this, dude. I don't know what... I didn't know there was a big enough fan base to warrant this. But the work that went into this, making those models, um, drawing up this specific poster or this uh, promotional image with these characters... That's a lot of work, man. That's a lot of work, a lot of effort. It definitely shows for something and I don't think anybody was asking for. The way they, cool. the way they um, presented this trailer too is very like cinematic, almost like yeah, it's presented like a like a little like cartoon. It's really well done. Yeah, it is really well done. Even Sonic is in here. Like Jesus, man. Like. And that's that's the original model. Like I've never seen that model before. Yeah, that it could, that could be the Sonic R model. Could it? Oh, maybe. it might be. Or Sonic the Fighters, maybe. Oh, maybe. From I think that was like a, a Saturn game. Oh, it might be. Or it could be original. This looks crazy, dude. Like I, again, I don't know who asked for this. I don't know. I didn't think there was any demand for this. That's the thing. There doesn't need to be any demand. <laughs> like, it could be just one person who's just super passionate about 
Smash 64, Smash 64 and just wants characters in it. I mean, more power to them, man. If this is what gets them through the day, I'm not going to make fun of them. Yeah. This looks cool. I'm not going to lie. This looks incredible. Like, jokes aside, this looks cool. And even though, like, I don't think anyone really wanted this, it's we're talking about it. We're interested in it. I'm probably going to check it out, honestly. This looks cool. <laughs> just the effort alone is, like, getting me excited. And you didn't put this in the uh, show notes, and I, I just forgot about this until now. But there are also some fucking legends working on a Mother 3 remake <laughs> of all things. Have you seen this trailer yet? I put it in the stream in the stream chat. I've not seen this. Dude, look at this. It's a 3D remake of Mother 3, but the graphics look like stop motion. Like I can't describe it. It looks like claymation, stop motion. It fits so well. With the original sprite art style from Mother 3. Like, it looks incredible, dude. Okay, what is this running on? <laughs> what's the, what's the, what's the story here? What, what are we, what's... Actually, I don't think this is a game. I think this is just like oh. a proof of concept trailer. Oh, I'm really sad. This isn't a game. Hold on. Yeah, really... I just looked at their fucking webpage. We have no intention to make a fully playable game or demo of any sort. We hope you enjoy the fruits. Ah, man, I'm really upset now. I know this is a game. <laughs> <laughs> I am so upset now. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm sad. I am so sad. This is a game. I mean, it looks cool still. Like, yeah. I guess it's like a look. Like it's a it's a tribute. It's not an actual playable game, and there's no intention to make it a playable game. Oh, this looks cool though, dude. Like, this looks like. Remember though when um Nintendo did that um, Link's Awakening remake? It looks like that, but better. Yeah. This is what but the that's... Link's Awakening remake should have looked like. <laughs> I, I thought that looked okay. I don't know. A lot of people were... But... Uh, Steve is just as upset as I am. Steve is saying my disappointment is immeasurable and my day is ruined. Me too, buddy. Me too. <laughs> I mean, it does look dope, though. It is dope. Yeah. But, I don't know. Like, like the game... I, I don't know. I never liked the gameplay of these games. I just never liked playing them. Same. <laughs> so. Same. They're very old school. They're very, yeah. very old school. I heard Mother 3 aged way better than Earthbound Earthbound Beginnings, but my God, man, I still don't want to get into that. They should just make like a movie or something. If they made like an Earthbound like movie or like an animated series to get that story, I think I would appreciate yeah. it more. It would work, yeah. I think it would work very well. But oh well, this looks cool though. I wish this was uh, more than just a proof of concept, but this looks cool. Hopefully, Nintendo does something with that information. You know, people want it. I don't know, they haven't done anything with it yet, but whatever. Let's, I mean, let's be real. <laughs> I mean, why go through the effort of releasing Earthbound Beginnings and not Mother 3? Like, I don't understand why. 
Nintendo does whatever the fuck Nintendo does, man. That's 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 uh, fair, man. Steve's getting out of here. Thanks for stopping by, Steve. Yeah, thanks, thanks for the raid. Steve. Yeah, uh, man. Thanks for the link. We'll definitely check you guys out for sure. Yeah. Thank you. Go check out uh, twitch.tv slash just a position or uh, just a position podcast.com. Yeah, man. You be good, Steve. Stay safe, buddy. All right. Uh, we're going to end the show off with some uh, game releases. Um, February 22nd, we got the Destiny 2 expansion, The Witch Queen, coming out for PC, PS4, PS5, and Xbox Series X. Honestly, I forgot this was happening. <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, $40 expansion. I think yep, they all It is are, a paid but, expansion. Uh, uh, I don't know. Destiny is just not... I don't know. You were talking about Destiny last time we talked about it. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's good, but like... With all these expansions and shit, I'm just like, I, it's like, easy to get overwhelmed. It's free yeah. to play up to a certain point, and that's what you should play. I've not gotten any of the expansions, <laughs> so I'm gonna be honest with that. Like when it comes to the expansions, I'm not like I'm not putting money down, but uh, whatever whatever's there that's free to play, you should play because it's it's good for that. Yeah. But they keep like, removing out. shit and then adding shit. So, like, you don't really get... I don't know how you get the full experience anymore because every time they add some shit, they got to remove or tweak some other shit. So, like, I don't know how that game begins anymore. Yeah, I don't know either, man. I, I haven't played it yet, so... I should. It's on Game Pass. I probably should, but whatever. Well, it's free yeah. to play, too, so... Yeah. Whatever. Um, but yeah, that's out. It's coming out February 22nd. We also got a Monarch release on February 22nd for PC, Switch, PS4, and PS5. Monarch looks cool. It's um RPG by, uh, I can't remember the creator, but he worked on uh, Shin Megami Tensai. And you know, I Fox was in Shin Megami Tensai. Yeah. Uh, this looks more like Persona to me. Um, I've heard some good things about it. It looks interesting. I might check it out later, but I'm playing so many RPGs right now, man. I don't have room to fit another one. <laughs> the art style is really cool. The art style is cool. I like the art style a lot. I just don't have time to like invest in another RPG. We also got uh, Monster Crown releasing on PS4 and Xbox One. Uh, Monster Crown has been on Steam since like July of 2020. Yeah. But this looks cool. It's like a, like a Pokemon style game. It's probably a Pokemon game that's better than Pokemon. All the reviews say it's like Pokemon for grown-ups, so. <laughs> it looks like if Pokemon was a proper RPG made for adults. Okay. I think that would be this. Yeah, this is my wish list, so I knew about it. There's so many of these like Pokemon-inspired games that just look better than Pokemon, dude. It like hurts. Cassette Beast is another one I'm like super interested in. I can't wait till that comes out. Yeah. Uh, we also got Soul Cresta coming out for PC, Switch, PS4. It's February 22nd. So, so here's yeah. this looks cool as fuck. <laughs> this is a Platinum Games game. Yeah. So. I remember when they announced this, they made a very big deal about it. And people were like, uh, yeah, where's Bayonetta? 
I was one of those people. Yeah. <laughs> I was one of those people. But this looks incredible. Um, so it's a arcade style shoot 'em up with a twist. So you pilot three different fighters. And you could form up, split up, control them individually. This looks really cool. Yeah. I'm actually a sucker for, like, scrolling shooters like this, so. I wouldn't say I'm, like, a sucker for them, but I played a couple shooters that have, like, you know, absorbed my whole weekend, so to speak. Yeah. Um, And this looks like one of them that'll do that, if I'm being honest. Just the, the form switching is so cool. I like, got such a cool little gimmick I've never seen in a shoot 'em up before. I think this this will be a lot of fun. Okay, this looks cool. I'm into it. Platinum can do no wrong, dude. <laughs> I mean they you haven't played uh Anarchy Reigns, have you? That's true. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. I have not yet, and I haven't. So to me, like platinum's a hundred percent. Yeah. You know, 10 out of 10. <laughs> I haven't played Anarchy Reigns yet. Um, but yeah, that's everything coming out February 22nd. We got uh, Final Fantasy VI Pixel Remaster coming out for PC, Android, and iOS February 23rd. I forgot these Pixel Remasters were coming out, honestly. Yeah, excuse me. Uh, this is the first line of a bunch of, like, 2D sprite-based Final Fantasy games that are getting uh, remasters with new graphics, new audio, uh, remodeled sprites. I don't, know, I don't hold any nostalgia for these sprite-based Final Fantasy games, so I don't know how they compare. Yeah. I don't... Uh, people were upset that they fixed the uh, Doom Train suplex. Oh, I heard about that. Or they unfixed it, in in some opinion. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, I heard about that. So that's a bummer. But, you know, memes aside, <laughs> I again, I don't have any nostalgia for this game, so I don't know how this game is, if it's any good, or how this well, rematch is going to be. Six is the one that people were like, no, this is the best one ever, period. Yeah. I know, like, a lot of circles, like, this is, like, a lot of, like, Final Fantasy hipsters are like, oh, everything 7 is it was when it all went downhill, man. 6 was the last good Final Fantasy game. Yeah. <laughs> and some people that, like, really like 9. I heard 9 sometimes. What's crazy to me is that... Oh, excuse me. We got remakes of these games, some of these games already. If you look at the whole, at the end of that trailer, they announced, like, all the games that are getting remasters. We are getting remastered of Final Fantasy 1, Final Fantasy 2, okay, Final Fantasy 3. <laughs> yeah. The point one, is... 1 through 6. Point is, 3 and 4 both got remastered, remakes on the DS. And those yeah. remakes got ported to PC and mobile. So what's the point on these, like, pixel remasters? I, I guess it's for people who just want the pixel style and not the... The changed graphics. Even though what I've been is... told, though, oh, excuse me, uh, those remakes, those 3D remakes, actually enhance the gameplay too. 
Yeah. Like they enhance other stuff for the job system. They offer more jobs that weren't available, more story stuff that wasn't available. So those are like quote unquote. But these aren't. Definitive these aren't so if you already own the games, I think you still it upgrades to this. I think. I think. I could be wrong on that, but here's where it's so confusing. If you type in Final Fantasy three on Steam, it takes you to different pages. Final Fantasy three and the Final Fantasy three, and it has to specify three D remake. <laughs> Yeah. So three is a classic. So before they do did the pixel remasters, they, these games are already on Steam, but now yeah. I think they're just upgrading them into this. So I think that's what it, it's still the classic games. It just looks different, or it looks you know slightly pixel I mean, upgraded. All right. <laughs> it's confusing. It's confusing. But it basically, confusing. the three D things is. If you just if you just want if you want the upgraded 3D shit, you can still get that. But these are like the original original games, but slightly yeah. you know just fixed up. It for... just is weird to me though, because like a three remake has so many quality of life changes. Like, yeah. why would you go back? But whatever. It's like the talk we were having earlier with like the uh, 3DS version of Majora's Mask versus the N64. Yeah, that's what this is. We, but they're selling them side by side. You can buy the 3DS version of Majora's Mask if you want, or you can buy the N64 version with a upscale when that comes out later. Yeah, <laughs> is what I'm seeing here. Um, but whatever. I mean, to each their own. People want that pixel remaster. They want that original pixel base game. That's fine with them. But I played three remake. It's good. It's a really good game. It's a really fun game. And I haven't played the original three, but from the side-by-side -side comparison I've been reading on just like the quality of life changes, the story changes, the 3D remakes a superior game. It's weird. That's you can't just go that. to the page. Like, you can't just go to the store page. It keeps like erroring out. That's probably a you problems. I'm, I'm not, I'm not having that issue. <laughs> okay. Whatever. On February 24th, we have Assetto Corsa Competizione. That's a fucking mouthful. Nice. <laughs> it's a Got racing it. game. Nailed it. It's uh, it's a racing game. It's coming out on PS5 and Xbox Series X February 24th. Even though it's been out on Steam since like 2019, but whatever. <laughs> well, you know, they got to catch up on the next gen shit. Yeah, this is an official, like, GT World Racing game. This is supposed to be, like, a GT simulator. So, there you go. It's there if you guys want to play it. We've had our opinions on, like, these, like, Gran Turismo GT simulators before, and I'm not a fan of them. Yeah, they're just too vanilla for me. Yeah, same. And this game looks pretty, don't get me wrong. Graphically, it looks really pretty, but... I mean, Gran Turismo is coming out on PS5. You got uh, Forza Horizon on Xbox. Why would you buy this? Honestly, but whatever. To each their own. This must yeah. be a slow news week because we also got Eden Zero Pocket Galaxy. <laughs> a mobile game based on, based on the anime coming out on iOS and Android February 24th. It's a Konami game. Uh, it's a Konami game. That's why it's important. Because Konami just put out a new game, and it's on mobile. 
uh, I mean, it's not a pachinko uh, game, so that's a step up. <laughs> yeah. It looks okay, too, you know? Top I've, down, never, well, I've never watched Eden Zero. I've heard it's good, but I've, I've never watched it. I've never even heard of it, to be honest. It's a new anime by the guy who did um, Fairy Tale. Oh. I think he did One Piece, too, but I might be wrong. Don't quote me on that. Okay, um, I can see that. But yeah, the fairy tale guy did uh, Eden Zero. I think it's on Netflix. I think it released on Netflix. But we're getting an iOS Android game from Konami. So, you know, on one hand, you know, RP- RPG based on a popular anime. So that's not doing any favors. And it's about yeah. Konami. So that's not doing any favors. And it's on mobile. So, statistically speaking, I don't think this game is going to be good. But. <laughs> It looks okay. I'm just judging it by the screenshots. It looks like it could be okay. We will see, man. Oh, excuse me. We'll see, man. We'll see when it comes out. Um, it's coming out February 24th. Yeah, February 24th. So pre-purchase it on your Android or iOS device. We got Atelier Sophie 2, The Alchemist Mysterious Dream coming out February 25th for PC, Switch, PS4. I've never played any of the Atelier games, honestly. I've never... Has anyone ever played any of these games? Let's be honest. <laughs> Enough people are if they're releasing a new one every year, so... I guess. But, I don't I've know. never played them. It's developed by Koei Tecmo, so it's not like they don't have games, like... Well, that's what I'm saying. They Koei Tecmo makes games. They don't need people to buy this one to keep making them. Yeah. But, uh... I don't know. No one ever talks about this shit. No one ever talks about it. Nobody talks about these games, man. Yeah, dude. So that's why I don't know. <laughs> I've never... I've never played any of them. I don't know anyone that's played any of them. Even, like, some dedicated RPG YouTubers I follow don't really talk about yeah. them, so... Who is this for? I think I had one of these on PS3. I played it a little bit. Very little. And, like, it was okay. I've never played any of them, so I'm not going to go out and shell money for okay. <laughs> How much is that game? Like 50 bucks? 60 bucks? I'm going to go ahead and say 60, but uh, yeah, that's a 60 dollar game. I'm not going to shell 60 bucks for okay. Or you can pay 115 for the uh, Ultimate Edition. I want to... Who bought this edition? <laughs> I want to... Who bought this? I want them on the show to talk about it. <laughs> Please tell me what I'm missing on this game because it looks like vanilla. It looks like the most vanilla, average bargain bin RPG I've ever seen. Like, yeah. I want to meet who bought this like hundred something dollar deluxe edition, and say like, what, what, how much money do you make? First off, like, like where'd you get the money to buy it? I want to know because that's going to determine like how much I value your opinion. Um. <laughs> And what? Why? Why buy that version? You know, this you can buy a lot of games for one hundred twenty dollars, man. Like, why this one specifically? Um, jokes aside, they always review well. <laughs> I don't know who's playing them though. I've never heard anything about them. Like, fuck. <laughs> Whatever. Jokes aside, that's coming out February twenty fifth on everything. So go check it out. Elden Ring is also coming out February twenty fifth. Yeah. I thought this already came out. This is like how out of the loop I am. 
Elden Ring looks good. It's coming out on everything PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Series X. I don't have anything bad to say about it. It looks good. It looks like Dark Souls Breath of the Wild, which I know I'm sick of like hearing that comparison too, but it really does look like Dark Souls Breath of the Wild. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't have any other way to describe it. Yeah. But I for me it's the for me it's the art style, it's the the presentation of the whole thing. It's it's the visuals. Oh yeah. Like, in a in the in a way that uh like Dark Souls just never hit or or like even Bloodborne, which is like my favorite one, the only one I like. This is this visually is hitting me in a way that I'm like, dude, this is incredible. Check it out. Yeah. Coming out February twenty fifth. It's got multiplayer. So if you like it, I might pick it up. Yeah, but this looks cool. I've been hearing a lot of like Dark Souls uh YouTubers that I follow have been talking this up quite a bit. Um Iron Pineapple recommended it when he played the demo. Um, um the Sphere Hunter recommended it too. She's really cool. So I don't know, man. It looks cool. Like I might check this out. Um eventually. Maybe it's on sale or something. I don't think I want to drop like sixty bones on that, but whatever. You can get it for forty. Um, uh, you can get it for fifty right now on DL Gamer. Oh, okay, there we go. We also got uh, Grid Legends coming out February twenty fifth. Another like <laughs> racing sim. Yeah, but but this one is at least more uh, arcadey in the sense that yeah. like it has like a little like storyline thing to it. If you if you care about that, they announced this during the last game not game awards was it game awards no it was the uh what's the other thing that jeff Keeley does maybe it was the game awards oh fuck i was talking about that at uh, that game jam no what the fuck did he call it i know what you're talking about yeah oh game fest game, the fest. game fest there it is yeah 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 that's where they showed this also, Grid's like an ongoing series, right? And I heard the other games are pretty good. I played the first one, like the first, first one, and it was so bad. It wasn't bad. I, I take that back. It's just, I don't like track racers. Same. I don't like being constrained to a track anymore. Same. I just don't like racers, but I think it's just track racers that run them for me. Yeah. I mean, this looks fine. If this is your cup of tea, man, again, everything, PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Series X, dropping February 25th. Go check it out if that's your cup of tea, but it's not mine, so I'm not going to play it. But yeah, that'll do it, man. That's everything. That's everything on the show. Um, shout outs to the uh, Just a Position podcast for uh, coming in, talking with us. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll definitely check out your guys' show. Thank you so much for dropping your link. You can also find us on Discord. Uh, Sabi, tell people where they can find us, man. Guys, you can go to GameOverse.com. You can go to GameOverse.com slash Twitch. You can go to GameOverse.com slash YouTube. You can go to GameOverse.com slash Discord. We're in there just uh, chilling out every hour, every day. So... There's someone posting something stupid in there. Or interesting. But uh, mostly stupid these days. Um, uh, you can 
catch us just doing stuff, man. Just just uh, chilling out live, talking about video games. So if that's your cup of tea, hit us up. Check us out. Um, yep. Yeah, that's it. That's all I got. Yep, so, that's uh, it. <laughs> check us out. Tell us how much we suck. Yeah, well, don't do that. Don't, yeah, no, don't do right. that. Don't tell me to kill myself either because I'll do it. Yeah, like the first time. <laughs> now, jokes aside, thank everybody who came in to listen. Again, shout out to the Disposition Podcast. Everyone be good. Stay safe. Thanks. <laughs>